Hey guys, welcome back to Wrestling with Fetish. It is I, the Kid Sleeper, and uh, we are uh, sitting here with one of my favorite new pros, the beautiful Lainey Luck. What's good, you guys? And uh, we're kind of cursed because we've been trying to do this podcast. <laughs> we tried it last time. We had a, an equipment malfunction. We just tried it again, and I think the mic exploded, but I, we, we've got it working now. So It's okay. We're only like five minutes in. No yeah, biggie. We're good. We're good. Let's try to make this feel spontaneous. <laughs> No, uh, it will be, because we, uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, first off, what's new? What, what have you been up to? It's been a couple of months since your first visit here. Yeah, it has been a couple of months. Um, I'm taking some steps in my real life, making some progress. Mm -hmm. um, I just moved in with my boyfriend to our very first apartment together. Congrats. So thank you. It's been super nice being in a new space, a space of my own, so I can really focus on myself and what I want to do and like make it my space for whatever I need to do. Yeah, we talked about and some roommate horror stories. Oh my gosh, I've, have, I've lived with the worst roommate. Honestly, like every roommate I've ever had has turned out to be horrible. <laughs> I could write a freaking book on terrible roommates. I'm literally like, I have like, I don't want to like exaggerate with PTSD or whatever, but I'm like traumatized from my last roommate in Kansas City. Like, she was a huge germaphobe. I'm going off on a tangent. No, it's okay. But... She was like this huge dermaphobe. Like literally washed her hands every two minutes, like needed help. She had she needed to go to the therapist. And so now, after living with her for like almost a year, I have I am now also a slight dermaphobe. Oh. And like I like literally it was to the point where if I came home from work, I couldn't sit on the couch until I showered. Cause I brought the dirty from the outside world into our home. Is it ironic? And that, now that's what I think about. Is it ironic that she passed the germophobia to you like, like Oh a my gosh, she did! It's horrible. <laughs> I literally, like, when I, like, because I lived with other people for, you know, the past three years. So, like, I wouldn't take baths because I'm like, someone else has stepped in this tub. Yeah. And I just, everything just gets to me so much more than it ever has in my whole, like, I used to be really chill and, like, probably kind of gross, but. <laughs> I mean, there's but a fine now, line between. Yeah, I used to be really relaxed, and now I'm just borderline crazy about some stuff. But I'm working <laughs> on it. I try to just tell myself, just breathe. It's fine. You have an immune system for a reason. It's okay. Yeah, we've evolved through <laughs> so many uh, viruses. I think exactly. Yeah. So I just kind of remind myself that. But yeah, so working through that still. Um, but now you're in a better see. spot. Exactly, and now I'm in a nice place of my own with my own germs, and so I don't have to care as much. And it's very nice to be able to be like relaxed and not feel disgusting all the time. Mm -hmm. And I actually just two days ago I paid off my bed. Nice. So that was like my first real like adult purchase besides like a car, but I'm not gonna pay that off anytime soon. But yeah, but you know you. Little baby steps towards good exactly. credit. Exactly. Like my bed, that's mine now. <laughs> and now I have that loan paid off. So exactly. That helps my credit. Um, I'm excited about that. What about wrestling-wise? What's been going on? Oh, wrestling-wise. Boy. We got, we got Impact coming up next weekend. I'm lit. So I have the Zello Pro Championship right now. Awesome. And I will be defending it on Impact. Holy shit. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So I'm going to defend it um, against Shotzi Blackheart, which, like, I think I said the last time we talked that didn't make it to the actual podcast. Um, 
that she's had like two of my best matches this year. I've had two of my best matches with her. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then it just got announced a couple days ago that it's now a triple threat. Oh, shit. With the returning Kylie Ray. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to, like, she, that's going to be, like, her first, like, big match back. And I'm so happy. I'm very happy for that you. That it's going to be... be with me and with Shotzi. And it's just going to be so good. When is that airing? Um, it's going to be streamed live on Twitch. Oh, shit. So on Saturday. That is so badass. I'm lit. I can't wait. I've been preparing. That's why I've been trying to recover so much with this lower back. I've been trying to do everything I possibly can to just be 100% for this. Because I want to pull out. I want to get crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a contract off this match, dog. That's my freaking goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen. I can't wait to check it out. It's going to be awesome. And, uh... Oh uh, shit, man! That's 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 insane. I know. And so yeah, we're very very happy for you. Um, so you guys check that out if you can. What's the exact date again? Um, October nineteenth. October nineteenth. Oh, oh shit! I don't know if this is gonna this podcast will be out by then. But you know, I'm sure you're gonna keep everybody informed. That's okay. You guys can go back and watch it. It'll yeah. be on Twitch. Yeah. So you can go back and watch it if it's up after that. Yeah, Twitch <laughs> is blowing up too. I didn't realize. Yeah, they're yeah. especially with wrestling. They're huge. Everyone streams on Twitch. Oh, that's great. Um, well, let's talk about your first experiences here with SKW. Uh, being someone who's done just pretty much pro, you, but you, well, actually, not, not really, because you have done customs before. Yeah, I've done a couple different custom companies. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you worked, for, I think you did a couple of things. The first time I saw you doing a custom, I think, was our buddy, uh, God, what does she go by now? Uh, Miss Rachel? Oh, yeah, Miss Rachel. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's I haven't she's, talked to her in a while. She's going back. She's going to be here next week. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I haven't talked to her in probably six months Whew, at least. Oh, my gosh, it's been but a while. Your, uh, your visit to SKW first, well, your first visit was, um, which was, like I said, a couple of months ago. That was your first time doing, like, mat-based custom work. I think it was also the first time you did stuff that wasn't necessarily a pro storyline. Yeah, it's usually just, like, in-ring, been in a side of a ring, and usually just, like, matches, you know, that are just written out. Yeah. I haven't done anything more, like, custom custom. But you did stuff here that was a little more outside of your usual, I guess, comfort zone, which was, like, we did a spy versus spy thing. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was having so much fun. I literally <laughs> tweeted. I said, I got paid to, like, pretend to be a spy today. That's so cool. <laughs> and then I think this, uh, well, we did, like, some matches that were pro, but we also had, like, these cool little gimmicks in there and, like, um, storylines, but... Um, everyone that worked with you had a blast. They were just like, she's a natural for this stuff. Oh, that's uh, such a good time. It was, and I had a blast. Like, it was one of those things, like, I don't usually go immediately go, like, I have to rebook this girl. Yeah. Because we have so many people coming in and out. Exactly. So you're like, ah, oh, they'll come back. No, but yeah, I was like, yeah, we got to get her back. And we Sick. had, so we had like a couple leftover customs, which we're doing this week. Yeah. So it's going to be, guys, it's going to be exciting. We're doing, I don't want to give too much away. But we got one where you're doing, I think it's like, uh, you and two other girls are spies. And it's just like breaking each other's necks and nice. shit. Snapping necks. Snapping necks. Go. Uh, there's going to be a good pro match with, between you and our champ, Sapphire. Uh, we have you, I think, teaching a new girl who doesn't believe that wrestling is real. And of course, Ooh, you she's going to learn today. Yep. And so we have all these really good storylines submitted by the fans. Lots of good scripts. Thank you guys so much for sending those in. And thank you for sending the money for them. Um, <laughs> we get a lot of scripts. Thank That's you for paying my bills, you guys. <laughs> yeah, <love> right. <laughs> no, we love uh, working um, working your scripts. So we love bringing them to life. And uh, the last few that you did, man, the fans went crazy. We got so many good reviews on those. I'm so glad that they let because that's what makes me feel good. I know you guys are spending your hard-earned money 
and I want you guys to be happy with what you're buying so I can come back and keep paying my bills. Oh yeah, like I said, we had leftover customs. There are people who are like, can I get, 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 is it, it was the last day you were in. They were like, can I squeeze this in? I'm like, no, we're out of time. It's just too late. Yep. Uh, but let's get into the meat of it because uh, one thing I didn't do really last time was get into your origin story as much because we were just kind of like just flying off the, the handle, but I wanted to structure it a bit more. So for a lot of people, the idea of becoming a pro wrestler is such a mystery. It's like, what makes you want to do this for a living? And so tell us about the beginnings, like what, what got you started? Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, mm. I watched WWE like everyone did. Everyone. I feel like when everyone was a kid, they watched it. Their parents were watching it. So like probably until I was like three or four, like I remember watching Monday Night Raw all the time with my mom and dad and my mom was obsessed with the rock she had a huge crush on him um don't blame her <laughs> but he seems like a very nice man oh my gosh he seems like the nicest that's Just the like worst part an right? overall genuinely good person he was and a dick so be good looking and so <laughs> smart and so just ep he could run for president dude i would vote i him would totally but he'd have to he'd have to do it as the rock exactly <laughs> not Dwayne. i don't want to vote yeah, for Dwayne. i want to vote for the rock <laughs> Oh man, so I watched it when I was younger and then I stopped watching it because it's not cool anymore. No one, wrestling was not freaking cool. Like mm -hmm. it is these days, it's coming back, dude. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. But so it wasn't cool. No one ever, no one around me watched it. I think probably my dad watched it more. And then when they divorced and we moved away, like my mom wasn't really watching it. Um, so I moved from Oregon after I graduated in high school. I moved back to Texas so I could be warm again because mm -hmm. I hated the rain. Um, and then my ex-husband, when I met him, he had his whole life had been a huge mark. He's just always watching wrestling and always crazy obsessed about it. And so just be on in the background all the time while we're hanging out. And I'd watch it and I'd be like, oh, this is cool. Like, it's whatever. And then we went to a live show. We went to an indie show called ACW in Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I saw Barbie Hayden and Athena wrestle. And they were like wrestling. They were, they were both looking so good, both super cute. And they were like having a real match. Mm -hmm. The last time I watched wrestling, the only thing the ladies were doing were having lingerie matches and pillow fights. Thanks, Vince. You know, exactly. Yeah. So, which I mean, I'm not against. Someone book me in a pillow fight. I'll do it. I would love to have a pillow fight. No, no. But... I, I, I meant that in terms of the whole like, uh, oh, well, well, actually, we're going to get to that in a second. That's a whole different topic of uh, legit wrestling versus <laughs> sexy wrestling. But all yeah. Right. So that's all I knew. And then I see these girls like having a match better than the guys were. And I said, this is crazy. I said, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. I literally looked at my husband after the match and I said, I have to fucking do this. That was amazing. I wanted to be Barbie Hayden so freaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> She's someone I have on, on our wish list to, to get down here at some point. She, does, she doesn't really wrestle anymore. I oh, think she, she doesn't? Just, she started this Atomic Saloon gimmick. Oh, shit. So it's like, it's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil off-brand kind of thing. They do like performances. I see her doing... I don't. I haven't seen a show, obviously, mm -hmm. but I just like see the clips that she puts up, and it's like, there, they'll be like, I see a lot. They'll do like a Western gimmick where they're like doing a play, but they're like fighting. So I think she brings like that wrestling aspect to that to be like, hey guys, this is how we fight on stage. Oh sweet, well, for good, these people. Good for her. So she doesn't wrestle anymore. I think she did her. I don't know if she's still with Wow or if she just did it. The last season was the last one she was doing. Mm -hmm. But to my knowledge, she is done from wrestling for the time okay. being. Oh, uh, 
Maybe one day she'll come back. Who knows? I hope so, because I've only had one match with her, and it was when I was like a year in, and I <laughs> I don't want that to be. Did the you mark? Last did thing. you mark out? Did you flip? Oh my gosh! I when because my trainer George helped set it up because she trained where I trained, um, and that's a big reason of where I trained because they had their match. I saw her, and I was already in love with her from the past shows but after that match i was like wow this is amazing and then they were handing out flyers for that training school after the show and nice. i was like it's fate here we go let's do it she trained there i want to be barbie hayden so i'm gonna train there right <laughs> um and so i lost my train of thought no no so that oh, was a match yes so so we, you did get to wrestle her yes there was a destiny wrestling organization dwo mm. they were having a show and my trainer helped me get booked against her it How'd was it go? cool. Um, I mean, so long ago at this point, but it went okay. She definitely vetted me, which I don't. I don't blame her at all. She definitely pulled the. I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. and etc. But I was a new little green girl. I don't. I don't blame her for doing that. Like, <laughs> but honestly, the match went really good. I think I forgot like one little spot, but we fixed it and like we worked it, and it was good. Um, but, but yeah, you're wrestling so like cool. this is the girl that I was like, this got is why you I started wrestling. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is crazy. I'm really wrestling Barbie Hayden right now. So that was awesome. And then um, when I had my hardcore match with Sue, she was really instrumental in putting over the unicorn gimmick. Because mm-hmm. I, I had started it, but Sue Young was really like what pushed me to take it to yeah. the next level. She's another girl that I would love oh gosh, to... I love Sue Young. Yeah. She was asking questions that no one ever asked me before. And I was like... Well, I guess I gotta figure out the answers, huh? Mm-hmm. And so, Barbie Hayden was the first one to put over the fact that my unicorn head had actual unicorn powers. Nice. And that it would overpower you. So, on Title Match Network um, for Ladies Night Out, um, Sue Young went and put the unicorn head on her. And so, she like goes around dancing around the ring, and then it just like becomes too much, and she like passed out because she couldn't handle it. <laughs> And I was just, I felt so honored that, like, someone like Barbie Hayden would be willing to, like, put that over for mm-hmm. me on I such f- a big show. We need to do that with Sapphire. Maybe she can grab your unicorn and it's just too much for her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, um, well, I mean, so let's go back to the thing you mentioned where you, the vetted thing. Like, I, 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 is that a thing that happens? I, I'm, like, not... Yeah, you work, like... I mean, I've definitely done it. Like, you see a green girl who's been in for six months, and mm. she's calling all these spots, but it's like, I don't I don't know you. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen you enough. I can't trust you with these... I can't trust you with this crazy move that you're dropping me on my yep. head for, because... That makes sense. Like, I, you haven't done it before, you know? If you've never done it before, you're not going to do it on me tonight yeah. for the first time. Yeah, it's That's like if you meet a girl happen. tomorrow, and I'm like, she's going to give you a powerbomb. You're like, no, she's not. Yeah, exactly. If I've never <laughs> seen her work, or this is her first match, like... There's a certain things you have to like earn, yep. which I totally understand now. Like you have to earn these spots and these moves with people. You can't just come out the gate saying I'm gonna do, yeah, I'm gonna do this, this fucking brain buster when when I've never even tried it in training. You know, yeah. Like you're and not. You haven't do even that. seen her work. Or, I've, yeah. Exactly. I've you've had two matches and no, you're not gonna do that. What are we gonna do? We're gonna do a headlock. That's. What <laughs> We're going to work that for about five minutes. We're going to have a really long opening spot, all right? You're yep. going to hit one falsey, and it's not going to be anything. It's going to be the longest be ankle lock anyone's it. ever seen. Uh, so let's go back. So you so you watched Barbie. Uh, you saw that first match, and that, that's what sparked it off. Yeah, I was like, all right, let's go see what this is about. Let's mm-hmm. see what it takes. Like, 
what do I have to do to get in there? So I went to AAPW. I, well, I called them first. I set up an appointment. I went in and I talked to George, George Daly Isla, my trainer, shout out. Mm-hmm. Love you, Georgie. Um, and he just, you know, we just sat and talked like, why do you want to do this? You know, like, are you ready to like put in this time and effort and blah, blah, blah. It's going to cost this much. It's going to do that. Um, so there was a couple of schools in the area, but it was like, ridiculous like you have to put like a grand down and pay this much and blah 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 is a lot but this school is just like all right you pay this much a month and then you can come learn okay and i said sick that's exactly what i need but we were already like poor like i've never had money for as an adult i've never like had money so i literally was working three jobs and training that's awesome yeah it was i had one full-time job and then two small part-time jobs like one, I was a freaking pizza delivery driver. <laughs> I was a manager at Dollar General. I was cleaning houses, just doing anything I could to. Fucking Dollar General. Oh fuck Dollar General, dude! Don't ever, don't shop at Dollar General. Everyone listening to this podcast, don't support Dollar General. I'm gonna assume they probably don't treat their employees well. They don't treat their employees well. They take advantage of like small, impoverished like town. They see a small, little, poor town, and they're like, yeet. Let's mm-hmm. go. They eat themselves in there. And everything's like, if you go to Walmart, it's cheaper. Like, I mean, Walmart's not that great either, but at least they pay their employees a livable wage. Mm-hmm. But Dollar General is so cheap. Like, they, and they did not care about you as a person. They really don't. So that was one of three jobs. Yeah. One of three. Just so I could save up and start wrestling school and try to live this newfound dream of mine. Um, it was super worth it. It was great. How long, um, how long did you do training until your first match? Um, I think I trained for like six months, six or seven months before my first match, but the first month of training, so literally day one was me showing up to the training school and moving the ring out of their venue, quote unquote venue, it was a garage of a mattress store, Mm. but the mattress store had just sold and so they didn't have a home anymore. So my first day was breaking down the ring and putting it in storage and the next month I trained in a park. I hope you guys hear that. I trained in a freaking park to chase my dream. I didn't even get in a ring for the first month of my career. I didn't oh even get God. in a ring. I literally learned how to run the ropes in a park without any ropes. Wait, so how, wait. Because there's certain steps. You take three steps, you turn, you hit the ropes. Well, yeah, I know that, but like the, you have to kind of feel like that. We're, like we were Irish whipping each other off and that's how you learned how to do it in a park with no ropes. I mean, I guess it's like doing the invisible wrestler thing. Like, yeah, you know, pretty yeah. much. We're doing around the world, you know, the headlock, hammer lock, come back around, put him in a headlock. We're doing all that. Doing so much conditioning. Oh my God, so much conditioning. I mean, that's important, but yeah. I guess. Which it was. I'm thankful for it. Like, I, I came out ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was ready. But I feel like it really, like... If you're going to train in a park, you really want to do this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to show it. Because all, everyone, everyone wants to get in a ring and take a freaking bump. Yep. That's what, of course you want to go to wrestling school and take a bump. Like, you want to get in the ring. But, will you stay for an entire month not knowing when you're ever going to get in a ring? Just to learn everything outside of the ring? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that really set us apart. And I'm, I'm honestly thankful that that's how I started. Well, yeah, it seems like, I mean, that really shows that you had a very deep passion for it. Yeah, so I'm going to do this. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to 
freaking do this. Yeah. I want it. No, and I'm, I'm shit. I want it for you. Because, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's great to see somebody who has genuine fire and passion for it. Like, um, there's, I mean, I haven't really met anybody in the business who, who doesn't. I think once you jump into this, like, you have to, you yeah. can't half ass this. Yeah. I mean, if you do, then you're wrestling once a month at the same promotion and then you're not anyone to be talked about anyways. But if you're somebody who's like, even slightly known it's because you want this mm-hmm. you have to put in so much effort even just to be the smallest part of this business you have to put in so much work yeah and it's oof, it's a hell of a business like i i hear it's it's one of the few uh professions where you go like well once you get in and, and you do have the matches you're not guaranteed like this wage or that wage. no nothing yeah, yeah you just you're in there for the exposure mm-hmm. or even even if you don't get that you're in there for the you know for the match just for the experience honestly especially when you're first starting out that's what i tell all my little green girls that i'm surrounded with now because i am looked up to Ah. and that that, i'm still not okay with that like don't (laughs) don't tell me to watch your matches and critique because i still don't know shit like you have become the barbie i have and it's it's crazy like to take a step back like ever since i moved to chicago like i really have become that for the newer girls in this area, they really look up to me and they ask me, they want me to watch their matches and give them critiques and they ask me like, should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm just taken aback and very, <laughs> I mean, very grateful because I love all my little green girls. But that's why I tell them, I said, just work anywhere you possibly can. Take any show you possibly can just to get that experience. Every single match under your belt really helps. Even if it's in front of five people, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Get in that ring and get that experience. Well, we'll get back to that because I do want to talk about the business in general because there's a lot of misconceptions and there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I've heard that I want you to confirm or deny. Oh, I'm ready. Uh, yes. But, uh, but no. So uh, real quick, there's another couple of questions I got uh, inspired by the fans. But who are your favorite, uh, besides Barbie, who are your favorite workers while you were coming up? While I was coming up, um, I didn't really like watch a whole, whole lot of wrestling. I just watched like whenever my ex-husband had it on and then I watched like what was going on at ACW and like the local Texas scene. Mm -hmm. So um, my big faves were Ricky Starks. He was actually the first professional wrestler I ever asked to take a photo with Mm -hmm. and actually popped up like on my Facebook memories like a couple weeks ago. I tagged him. I said, oh, remember this? (laughs) Crazy. Um, So I really liked um, Ricky Starks. Athena was obviously a big one. Um, I was always a huge fan of Alicia Fox and Naomi with how athletic they were. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love an athletic bitch. I love them. <laughs> uh, and obviously, right now, is a big one is Kylie Ray. I love her so much, just as a person and as a wrestler. Shotzi's a big one, because we just have such good chemistry. I love me some Sasha Banks and Naomi. Or, not Naomi, I already said Naomi. Natalia. She is, ooh, she's the GOAT. All right. She's great. Uh, well, um, tell us about the, well, your first match. You said, like, the one with Barbie was, like, a couple of, like, matches in, right? That was, like, a year in, yeah. Okay, so what was your, like, how was, how did that feel? Like, your very first, like... Oh, my gosh, I was so nervous. I wanted to die. Fucking mom spaghetti, Yeah, I really, I was just like, wow, I'm really gonna do this right now. It was actually an intergender match, because I was the only girl at my training school. Okay. Um... Was it like a house show, like a training show? Or? So our, yeah, our training school had shows. Mm-hmm. They had, and it was yeah, advertised like common, as right? a school show. Yeah. Like, hey guys, they're not like there yet. They're just trying, it's basically like a practice show. So it was really nice because it was just everyone's friends and family, like all the trainees, like their family would come and some of their friends and That's coworkers cool. and all that. Mm. So it was just like 
a really great like supportive environment to like have shitty matches in. Because <laughs> like you're not your first match isn't going to be good. It's not. Um, it's going to be okay for where you are, but you're never going to look back and watch your match and be like, wow, that was fucking great. Like I've really killed that. Um, so it was, yeah, it was uh, my first. I think. Oh, excuse me. My first probably six months. I think were just in my training school. Okay. So I didn't have like an... Because you didn't graduate until you were a year in. So I didn't have like a quote-unquote real show until like a year in. So what was the first real show? My first real real show, I think, was RCW in San Antonio. Um, what is it? River City Championship Wrestling? Ah, something like that. They're a big deal. They always bring in names like Katie Forbes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I think my very first match was a tag match with, I think it was me, Delilah, Alley Cat, and I feel so bad. Who else was in there? You can't remember everything. I know, I really can't. You get, you take so many head bumps, you just you forget <laughs> some things. So it was a tag match. Our very first show was me and Delilah tagging together. Delilah Doom, shout out, love you. Um, and a- against Allie and ooh, somebody, maybe like Paige or something. There's like a local girl down there. Okay. Paige. But it was lit. I actually just, we were uh, at Tony's house, uh, Tony Noss. We were all hanging out, me, um, GPA, and Hyon, because she was in town for Freelance Underground last weekend, the weekend before, and we all just decided to hang out and watch our old matches. Wonderful. (laughs) So everyone had, like, everyone had to suffer. We all watched, like, someone's, like, first couple matches and we all had to suffer through it and it was a really fun time <laughs> but we watched that match and i was like oh man so how was that experience for you like it was it... oh my gosh it was so i cried afterwards like we were so i was like we really just did that it was crazy i was like a real crowd they like weren't my family like i don't know them and did you get some good cops crazy. or was it oh yeah That's it was bad. great because it was in a bar it was a bar show nice. so those are the best oh my gosh i love bar shows anytime there's alcohol i'm in let's go if the fans are slightly tipsy it's gonna be a good time that's a good point so it's really lit i actually still have a selfie on my phone of uh me and delilah right after our very first match and it was it was very nice that's awesome um all right so we have a couple of questions here um uh, a couple of these, actually, I'm curious about because, you know, you, you go through many ups and downs when you're doing this stuff. And, like, I, I you know, stopped watching pro so long ago. I kind of want to get back into it. So I'm going to have to ask you to, you know, which federations to start following. Because my, sure. my wife was a huge mark when she was a kid, too. So she yeah. was just like, we need to start watching some more wrestling. And I'm like, Especially because there's so much these days. Now, you know, that's... That, Every day of the freaking week, that you might be what somewhere. it is. That's what it is. I think it's because, you know, WWE was such a monopoly for a while. And they're fucking boring. It just, they're for a while, it just... Boring. I stopped watching once, like The Rock. They would literally talk for two hours and wrestle for one, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is not what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Like the first thing I saw was something on the El Rey network that Robert Rodriguez runs. Underground. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is really good. Yeah. And that's when I realized that if someone handled it correctly, they could create a really good federation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, The stuff that Jordan's doing, uh, Jordan Grace is doing on Impact, for example. The Impact Women's Division is lit right now. It's really good. And it it gives me hope for the future because, like, for a while I was like, man, there's just nothing out there. Like, like, I would honestly rather go to Impact than WWE right now. Mm -hmm. Like, their women's roster, ooh, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I keep hearing the same thing from fans. Because I was like, I, I, I posted, like, give me a reason to go back and watch that women's division. And no one on Twitter like could reply. It was just like, just don't. 
Just, yeah, just don't. don't do it. But I mean, I'm not going to, like, I haven't seen it, so I can't really judge it. Yeah. But according to most people, it's just not exactly where mm -hmm. it should be. Um, but uh, in your experience so far, I mean, you're still, you know, would you consider yourself a veteran now? Or are you still kind of... No, I, will, I would not call myself a veteran. I didn't think you would. No. But uh, in terms of your matches, uh, best match so far? Um, like ever tops? Sure. Um, I think, I genuinely do believe it's my match with Shotzi at Journey Pro. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, like, the environment was amazing. Like, they're such... They're one my favorite crowd to work in front of. Mm -hmm. Freelance and Journey Pro, like, you can't beat that atmosphere. Um, and we just really killed it. Like, it was great. So, probably that match with Shotzi and the one that's kind of tied is... Because that was, like, a match match. It was probably, like, 12 minutes. Yeah. And then I have a match on ROW... With Hyon. It was short. It was like six minutes, but it was <laughs> nothing went wrong because we're on the same page with everything. Our timing was perfect. Everything we did was great. Um, so those are like my top two. They're kind of tied. Okay. And worst. Oh, gosh. You don't have to name names. My worst. <sighs> I'm trying to think. Like, obviously, we can state like my first couple of matches, but honestly, I went back and I said they weren't like the worst. They weren't horrible. Like they were definitely, I got through them and we survived. But I would say, oh gosh, there was this match with. <laughs> you don't have to say. With me. blank. With blank. At blank promotion. Mm. Um, I love those guys. And oh my gosh, she's just like, she's just backyard garbage. Like I know she's never been properly trained. She literally. Showed well, up. I mean, that's, that should be the first indicator. Exactly. I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't gonna be good from the get go. Trust me. Mm. I saw her promo picture and I said, "Okay, it's gonna be one of those." Gotch. Got it. She. I think we were matched like, we were matched like three or four. So she arrives as the first match is starting. Um, and instead of, like, rushing to me and, like, trying to call the match and, you know, get our shit together, what does she do? She goes, changes in her gear, goes outside, smokes a cigarette, and then comes meandering back. Oh, yeah, what do you want to do? So, whatever, we get the match called. I'm just keeping it simple because I don't trust this bitch. <laughs> and I know it's not going to be good anyway, so why even try? Why even? I'm going to do the best I can character-wise to like make the match as good as it can, mm -hmm. but I know the moves aren't going to be good. I know everything she does is just going to look like shit, so it doesn't matter. Um, she goes out and smokes a cigarette at least like three times. Oh my god! And I was like, "We're about to fucking wrestle. Can you not? Can you wait till after our match to be disgusting, please?" <laughs> um, we're supposed to be athletes, by the way. Would you like? Why would you smoke a cigarette before you're about to run a mile? You know, <laughs> stop. So. We go out there and we, we're starting doing the match and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, after everything, every, everything, every single move, I'm just like, this is horrible. This fucking sucks. And then she comes at me and she throws a forearm right to my jaw. Oh, shit. And I said, ah, okay, everyone's got one chance. It's okay. Sometimes you miss aim and shit happens. It's fine. Sure. I'll give you another chance. She comes in swinging the exact same way she did the first time, and I just I took a step back. I said, "Hell 
no. And I come back, and I hit her so hard to knock her off her feet. And I said, I bend down, I said, you better fix your aim. And she said, okay, you're right, I'm sorry. And I said, that's what I thought, thank you. So we continue the match. And I and it was for the title, which sucks. It was for the freaking title. Oh my god! And I was like, I know people are gonna want watch. They're gonna put this on YouTube, and people are gonna watch it. I know it. And I didn't want. I didn't even post about it. I was like, <laughs> I don't want nobody to ever watch this match. If you weren't there in person, I don't ever want you to see this match. Cause <laughs> yikes. Uh, but now I love like going back and watching terrible matches. Cause I'm just like, wow, that was that was real bad, huh? Wasn't it? But we made it. We survived. Yeah. Um. And I think, like, I know the finish had some kind of, like, it's like I went over and then she, like, jumped me or something. And it's like she even fucked that up. Like, she couldn't even do that right. And I was just like, just get me out of here. <laughs> I think we were supposed to have, like, 12 minutes. And I said, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It was over real quick. I said, take it home, bitch, I feel like right I, now. I honestly feel like we need to watch this afterwards. I feel like you need to show. I kind of want to because I kind of forgot like everything that happened. I just remember that forearm, and I said, "No, absolutely not." That's all I remember is her shitty ass forearm hitting me right in the jaw, and I said, "I don't think so." Well, as far as bad matches go, I guess it's not the worst I've heard. I've heard some some fucking horror stories. Because I feel like I'm just really good at like leading people, no, adapting. So I've never, I yeah, I can adapt to someone's pace and their movements very easily i'm very aware of other people and what they are doing and how they're moving yeah that's a huge thing so i feel like that works to my advantage very well like i can make green girls look really good like, that's I'm, what a lot of our workers a lot of some some pros that come through uh they, they need to they warm up to that because at first they think that they just that someone has to like catch up to their pace no and that's not how it works i'm very good at going down like this is what you can do okay then i'm here this is where we're at and i feel like because that's all I've done, like, honestly, the past year that I've been in Chicago is just carry green girls through these matches. Mm -hmm. And it's just made it even better. Like, I'm always, I'm very, very good at leading. I can be better at following and going up to someone's pace, if that makes sense. Yeah. But if I'm, like, the most experienced in the match, then it's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So well, that's a mark of a good wrestler. I think it's, it's one of those things. I had a friend of mine who was a, gosh, she worked for such a long time. She went by Lady Victoria. And she's still, uh, I don't know if she still wrestles. She's, I think she's, uh, she's retired, but she was one of those ladies that could just, she had to work with, with super green people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she didn't have the benefit of being able to train them beforehand. So she had to do customs. You now it was like, she's in a ring with somebody who has no idea what they're doing. Yeah. There was one lady that I think she wrestled and Victoria, if I'm saying this wrong, please let me know. But like there was <laughs> one woman who was like a huge fan of hers who wanted to just oh. be in the ring with her. Oh man. Didn't know anything <sighs> about wrestling. And she was like grabbing her arm and putting it around her own neck and selling the shit. Exactly, out of like her. literally, I could put myself through a match with someone who doesn't even have no idea. And when I saw, she sent it to me. She was like, "Check this out." And I was like <laughs> watching it with a beer in my hand. I'm like, "This is amazing. This woman has no idea what she's doing yet. She looks like she knows what she's doing yeah. because grabbing the arm you know, and oh no, I, oh she's choking me. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. just like. It was like the the forearms were so just it was like paper hitting water, but she was selling it like she got hit by a fucking truck, and I was just golf clapping. The entire time. <laughs> so fucking hell good. yeah! But uh, but I think you're one of those people. I think and the way I, I saw you work with people like Sumiko, um, who else did you wrestle? I think you worked with. Uh, oh, I'm blanking out. The skinny girl. What's her name? Anne Marie. 
Yeah, yeah. But you got to work with like two of our like those girls were like they can fucking yeah, yeah. they were great. But we have girls. We have a girl you're working with this uh, weekend who is uh, more new, and I kind of want to see how you do. And I'm sure, but I have a feeling like that's one of those things that makes a good worker is like being able to make someone else look so fucking good. That's what I like. If I can make, if I can have like a good match with a newer talent, that's what makes me like anyone can have a great match with Jordan Grace. You know. Everyone's gonna fucking look good with Jordan Grace. I want to look good with Blair Onyx, with mm-hmm. Elena Black. Like I want to look good with those girls, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, but I'm sure it's gonna all be good. Um, well, okay. So we've talked about best worst uh, pro matches. Uh, you're, I mean, you just worked with us, so I'm assuming you had a good time. Oh yeah, the best customs experience ever. Thank you very much. Uh, what has been? We we touched on this last time and you went the fuck off. So we're going to revisit this story. But you were telling me about the worst custom experience you've had. The worst ever. Oh my god. We're not going to name names because we were very no. good like that. But yeah, we you um... drove 16 hours. We arrived at about like 6 p.m. maybe. Hmm. And we didn't go back to our hotel till 5 a.m. Did they get you your own hotel at least? Or? They did. Okay. But we had places to be and shows to be at, so we had to leave mm-hmm. at 7 a.m. Holy shit. Yep. And we had to drive 16 hours. Literally, it was me and Alley Cat. We were literally buying ice cold water and throwing it on each other during the car ride to stay awake. Oh my god. We were dead. Dead, dead tired. I've never been so tired in my... MF life. Oh my god. The things we did to stay awake, dude. We were acting, we are wilding out. You could say motherfucker. <laughs> Sometimes MF gives it even more of like. MFing. MFing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'm going to F you in the A. I've heard that one. <laughs> no, so, wait. So you dro- go back. So you drove down that. What, what did you do when you got there? I mean, what was the, what was the gig? So we just had oh, so many. It was our very first customs, and um, we just had so many matches. There was uh, Marie Manic was there. That was actually the first time I met her. Mm. Love her. She's fucking crazy, but in a good way. Um, <laughs> Jessie I... Bell, she was there. Oh, she, you'll be working with her on Sunday. Oh man, I can't wait. I haven't seen her in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just I literally I had I had thirteen matches, and we just. Had to do them. Did did they not tell you ahead of time like how much of a load you had or? Oh no, I I asked. I said, "Give okay. me all you got because mm-hmm. I need money, yeah, right?" Yeah, yeah, especially if you're driving. So uh, sixteen, that long. Hours, 16 dude. hours, dude. Yeah, forever. So, it's but like 13, I thought it would be it's like, like thirteen more spread. hours to fucking New York from here. Yeah, it was Texas, Tennessee. Sixteen hours. It was crazy, um, and so like I just you know. I had bills to pay. I wanted to get new gear. I wanted to mm-hmm. do stuff. So I said, let's do it. So literally, we were there, you know, for what, 10 hours from 5 p.m. to 7 a.m. and Or no, 7 p.m. to 5 a.m. My bad. Holy um, shit. And we, do you know what we had to eat? Hot dogs. Hot dogs, potato chips, and Mountain Dew. There was, she didn't even have like bottles of water. I mean, I guess that'll get you through life for a while. We didn't even have, like, thankfully we had our own gallons because we're athletes and we always have water jugs Gotta with have us. the jugs, yeah. Um, but yeah, she, that's all she provided was hot dogs and Mountain Dew. 
for for her athletes. I'm trying to be nice. I'm just like, at least she gave you something, but like, yeah, that's. And then, so that was like the longest. Did she cook I guess. the hot dogs? <laughs> they were not cold, so I guess you got okay. that. They were All right. warm hot dogs. She didn't dogs. just like throw Hebrew nationals <laughs> at your face. Oh man, and it was just like terrible. One take. Good luck. We have to do it. Like. If you fuck up, then that's too bad. Like, you have to... Either we're going to restart, or you got to... Like, we have to do it all in one take. So let's talk about that, because that's one of the things that... Um, uh, and I, I'm not going to venture into the, the realm of tooting my own horn, because that's, you know, that's not what I want to do. But one of the things that you told me last time, when we shot, you were like, well, the thing... You know, you were like, you guys cut. Like, holy There'd shit. There would literally be 15-minute matches with 70 moves written out. We all we had was a freaking whiteboard underneath the camera. Yeah, and it's like you can't fit seventy things on a whiteboard. No. And so it's just like, and you also had, you know, it's not like you had one match that night. Which yeah, I'll remember seventy things if I have one match. I had thirteen matches, and each of them had a shitload of things in them. Yeah. And I have what one or two matches in between that to remember this whole match. What was the environment like? Was it like a decent ring? Was it? A- no, it's just like. It was a crappy ring, and they wanted me to do a superplex in a custom. A superplex. Because that used to be my finisher, because I was a freaking idiot when I first started. <laughs> I realized real quick, I don't want to take this bump every yep. match. I don't want to do this. So, oh, yeah, a superplex to a girl who wasn't trained and has never taken one. What? So, yeah, that was great. I mean, it worked out fine. We were both fine, but it was terrifying. Um, I mean, it, the environment was okay. Like, it's... Not like it was, it was just like a warehouse ring yeah. show where they ran their shows. But we want to talk about bad environments. The last time that I did customs with this same place mm-hmm. was, I forget like what month it was, but it was starting to get cold. I want to say maybe it was around, like it was cold, but it was working its way to warm. So maybe like March. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in a warehouse with no heating, no nothing. It was literally 50 degrees in this warehouse. They had one space heater that all the girls were huddling around. And we couldn't even have it on during the matches because you could hear it. So when the matches started, we had to turn it off and suffer. And we're in our, we're in our two-piece gear. We're not getting a wrestling sweatpants over here. Yeah. So we, we show up and... I'm sure Marty is fine with me saying this because she's probably talking about it a lot. But freaking Marty Bell, TNA, Impact TV star, mm-hmm. Marty Bell. I said, I don't she, really follow a lot of recent pro, but I know who the fuck Marty Bell is. But you know who Marty freaking yeah. Bell is? This customs company made her drive with us for eight hours. Take off work. Mm-hmm. Take a half day at work and drive eight hours for one match. One? One. And... It was three minutes. Holy shit. Or no, no, it was five minutes, but she wanted to pay her $30. Oh my god. She drove eight hours to be paid $30. Oh. And me and Lucy, we were so mad after we found out. We were like, are you serious? Because we told her specifically ahead of time, we have a five match minimum. We're not making this eight hour drive unless you have five matches for And us. it's Marty fucking Bell. It's fucking Marty Bell. Oh my god. He's, you're going to do that to her? Are you serious? So it's supposed to be like a day and a half where like we get there, we leave work early, Marty leave, Marty and Lucy leave work early, and we all drive there. We get there at like, 
I don't know, like 8, 9 p.m. We do like a couple matches. Marty does her one mm-hmm. match, which she didn't even know. She didn't even know until the next day that she didn't have any more matches. She thought she just had one match that one freaking day, that one night. And I did like three matches, I think, and Lucy did a couple. Um, and then we show up the next day, and Marty doesn't have any matches. And then she starts talking about pay, and she, I think I do two more matches, so I, I want to say I did like six matches total. I was scheduled to have eight, but I think I did six. So I did like three or four the first night, and then the next How day. How late into the night? It honestly wasn't too late. Like, we were kind of, you know, okay. getting right. thrown, thank God. Um, but, so I want to say, we probably got home at midnight at the latest. It honestly wasn't super late. Um, but we were supposed to start early because Priscilla and Hogan were supposed to have a flight that leaves at, like, 10 a.m. or something. So they had to leave by 9. So they were supposed to wake up at 7, get their 8, film their matches, then leave for their flight, right? Jesus. And then we were going to wake up later at, like, 9 or 10 and then get there, uh, and then leave whenever the matches were done. I wake up at around probably 8.39, and Hogan and Priscilla are still sleeping. I said, don't y'all, don't y'all have a flight to catch? Like, what are, you, what are you doing here? So they hurry up, they get ready, they go. And by the time we get there, they're still doing their matches. And they're supposed to be far gone and done so we can start ours and get home, right? So they're taking forever. They slept in, not like blaming them, but like, because uh, the customs lady was sleeping in, too. That was a problem. She didn't wake anybody up and start the day. Holy shit. Um, so This is giving me anxiety. Oh, my God. Me, too. <laughs> so they're taking forever. And then we find out Marty doesn't have any matches. She had the one match. And we're all kind of looking at each other like, are you serious? Like, we told you there was a minimum. And then she... So I have a couple matches, which took forever because that girl, the customs lady, didn't even get there till 10 a.m. with the scripts. And then she didn't even have the scripts ready. She didn't have anything organized, anything laid out. So it took her a full half an hour, 45 minutes, to get everything in order and what we're going to do. So we're literally just waiting around for no reason because she was sleeping. Well, we could have been working this whole time. What was Marty doing at this point? Chilling, being mad. <laughs> God damn it. So she finally gets it together. We finally start filming matches. So I think I do like two on oh this day. God. And I find out my last two where we're, we're supposed to be with this girl who was flying in. Tell me why customs lady says, yeah, you guys will be able to hit the road by 10 a.m. So you can get home to your show. Oh, God. But this girl's flight doesn't even land till 10 a.m. The girl I'm supposed to have my last two matches with. Her flight don't even land till 10 a.m. How the... So she lied. She straight up looked us in the face and lied. And I said, wow. So literally as soon as I found out that she was supposed to land at 10 a.m., she made the mistake of paying us before we were done. Because we were, you know, going to run out right as soon as the two matches were done. Because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. literally just waiting on me. I think Lucy maybe had one more match um, with the girl who yeah. was flying in. Um, and so we're like, wow, are you, this is really happening right now. And so I looked at my pay and the last, the first time that and we ever done, negotiated. You had done one six and, matches at this yes, point. Okay. The one and only time we negotiated pay, it was, it basically generically was about $10 a minute, you know? So if you do a five minute match, it's 50 bucks, you know, et cetera. So if you do a 12 minute match, it's $120. Um, then I find out like I'm paid for eight eight matches, but it's only like five hundred ish something dollars. Maybe not even. Maybe it might have been like four fifty. Honestly, 
You're telling me I'm supposed to do eight matches for $450 when oh, my shit. matches are 10, 12 minutes? I don't think so. You got me fucked up. So I looked at my pay, Lucy looked at her pay, and I said, are you ready to go? <laughs> she said, yeah, I'm ready to go. So we kind of gather ourselves. We were decide we're going to go outside. We're going to take a break, right? So as we're walking out, customs lady's coming in. She said, oh, or Lucy was outside and I was going to meet her. So I'm walking out, customs lady walking back. She said, oh, so-and-so is 10 minutes away. The girl I'm supposed to have a match with. Yeah, I said, the last oh, match. Okay, great. So I go out to Lucy and I said, oh, she just said she's 10 minutes away. And Lucy's like, she literally just told me she was around the corner. And I was like, what? What? She's like, yeah, she literally told me she was like pulling up right now. And I'm like, huh. I said, okay, yeah, I'm really ready to go right now. So we go, we go to the back. We're packing up our shit. Customs lady literally walks past us to go to the bathroom. You know, like says, you know, makes small talk, whatever. Goes to the bathroom. As we're packing up her stuff, she's looking at us packing up her stuff. And we're just like, mm, don't give a fuck. And was so she she's in the bathroom. Shit? What the fuck? I just think she thought, like, maybe we were getting ready. Oh, like, my God. You know, so we could, like, leave immediately after our matches. I think that's what she thought. But she went to the bathroom, and we literally got our bags and <laughs> ran. We ran to the car, peeled the hell out. Marty Bell had gone back to the house at this point, because why is she going to stay in this 50-degree warehouse when she don't even have a freaking match today? Mm -mm. So we... We text her, we're like, we're coming, we're coming, skirt, skirt. So we beep the horn, she comes running out, and we go home. And we block her on everything. We block her number, we block her Facebook, everything. Son of a She's bitch. making all these posts. She Before Lucy had blocked her, she had called her a bunch of times, like left all these voicemails, like, you guys screwed me out of your money, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin your names, I'm gonna run your name through the dirt. And I said, no one respects you, dude. No one in either customs company or actual rest, pro wrestling respects your name or gives a shit about you so go ahead girl yeah go say whatever you want to about us oh you i shorted us you scammed us i have that there's there's a producer out there who hates my guts uh and he uh, he does the same thing he'll call me names and shit on twitter but it's the no saddest because it, no he's so he's Literally such a shitty no he's such a shitty producer yeah that he's just it's like a uh, it's like a tired man like screaming in an empty room yeah <laughs> their so, tweet has one like <laughs> yeah yeah and it's usually an account that they started yeah. so mm -hmm. they can like their own shit it's so sad but that's the same thing so i've actually seen some of the product and because i have fans who are it's just shit because like, it's just one they literally just hold the camera in one place that's it holy fuck they just stand there with the camera okay so it. like i said we're not naming names because we're professional but like yeah there is Whew. There was a couple of, of matches I got sent because a lot of fans sent me stuff to be like, hey, check this out. Can you get this girl to work for you? Because this is shit. <laughs> and I one want the... to watch her, but in a good match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we get a lot of like people who say like, man, I really like this girl, or I, I really like this particular worker, uh, but I want you. I really want to see her through your lens and like the way you shoot and stuff like that. Yeah. And the lighting and stuff like that. Uh, but like, there was a couple of matches where I was like, I'm going to try to be, you know, kind of like non. Judgmental yeah, about this. I'm not gonna come up with the bias. I'm just gonna watch. Fuck. There was just so many miss, Terrible. like miss spots, um, flubbed fucking blows. Like, and they just leave them in there. They just leave them in there because just they can't afford. To, I guess they can't afford to cut. Or they just won't take the time. And they're shooting with like I think it's like a 1999 handy cam. So oh it's like, yeah, it's literally just like a camera you buy at Walmart. And so someone submitted a clip and they're like, "What do you? What's wrong with this?" What, do you tell me what's wrong? And I was like, you, I, I have like a widescreen uh, computer thing. So I'm like, all right, I'll max it out because it looked a little, a little small. But it was like, 
you max it out and it's like a square within a square. Oh, so it's like, no. Yeah, yeah, so they don't even do HD, which, I mean, whatever. If you're a quality queen, which, you know, we're just now doing full 1080p HD at SKW, so I understand that. But it was just so bad. The action was bad. The fucking, I mean, and the girls were trying their asses off, but there were some but spots where... you can only where, do so much, you know? Yeah. Without cuts, without lighting, without a good camera. And if you're doing a kick and it misses by a mile and you're standing to the side, guess what? You see that space. Yeah. And there was stuff that was just, I, I couldn't believe that anybody was going to, that anybody took this and said, well, this is sellable. You know? exactly. exactly. You're disrespecting your customer. You're like, yeah, fuck them. This is fine. That's the other thing. Is you don't need to go back and redo it. But that's they already paid. Fuck you them. took someone's money exactly and promised them X, and, and you you're gave delivering. Them shit. You gave them shit, and that's the one thing. Who that really hit me because I was like, if I was a customer and I paid for this, like I'd be mad. I'd be fucking upset. But a lot of these guys are very kind of like chill, and they're just like, like okay, oh, thank well, you. Thanks. Yeah, it was great. Thanks it was so, so much. great that she she was said yes to doing it. Yeah. Meanwhile, they don't realize they're getting fucked. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so. I'm so sorry <laughs> you had to go through that. Holy shit. Um, Goddamn. I need to soak that in. I need to <laughs> go take a Xanax. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, so one of the stories that I keep hearing a lot in the biz is like uh, bad promoters and showing up to shows, not getting paid, stuff like that, having to drive six, um, 600. Lane Luck does not not get paid. Okay, good. <laughs> good for you. Absolutely I, not. No one some... would make that fucking mistake. And I, I wouldn't let them. I wouldn't leave that building without getting paid. Good. There's just no way. Oh, man. I've heard some stories. I'll send one tweet and ruin your life. <laughs> well, yeah. that's But that's that's what's different now, right? Mm -hmm. It's we live in a world of instant information. Yeah. Where I can say, hey, I'm not being paid. I literally had one show cancel on us. Like, we were three hours into a seven-hour drive, and they sent a message to the group chat like, hey, it's canceled. Mm -hmm. And so I sent a tweet, and I said, well, I drove three hours. I already drove three hours one way. And so-and-so canceled, and so, like, I, I just put up an 8x10 for sale, like, hey, if you could help me out for, like, you know, I was expecting this payday, and now I have nothing, and, you know, everyone, the internet comes through. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, that fucking sucks that they did that to you, like, I'll support you for this 8x10, and I'll buy one. I don't even, like, want the 8x10, but here you go, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, if someone has some extra cash, yeah, pony up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's, that could be the big... Uh, tiebreaker I think when it comes to uh, people getting fucked because like that's something that's happened so much and back in the day when you didn't have that instant access to your fans you could show up to a show and, and do just not get paid yeah get paid yeah I've had actually sorry we didn't make it, we, we didn't make enough off of concessions or some shit 100% oh the door was real light brother I'm so sorry no uh, it's like back in the day like especially in Texas there's so 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 many shitty little shows that, like, I know a lot of people that have come up and, like, went to shows and didn't get paid. But, you know what they did? They stole their shit. They went and stole anything they could find. A camera. <laughs> Holy a shit. Fuck, this tripod. Snatched. We gonna sell it. This is our payday. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Literally, my ex-boyfriend, he went to this little shindy in Texas and didn't get paid. They literally grabbed the man by the collar, shoved him in a truck, and took, it to, took him to an ATM. And said... You ain't going nowhere until we have money. So there was like literally five of them. They're like, you better pull out some money on this ATM right now. Because, oh, sorry, brother. I don't have any cash. We can go get some right now. <laughs> oh my God. We don't fuck around. Absolutely not. And aside from that, there's always eBay. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Brand new tripod. I'm going to get paid one way or another. 
hey guys, wanna... I'm wanna... either gonna make money off your shit, or take you to an ATM, you go pay me right now! Or if you wanna say PayPal, okay, pull out your phone. Let's... You wanna PayPal me? Let's PayPal me right now, bitch. I'm just imagining like eBay. ProBuster32 has 16 folding <laughs> chairs he wants to sell. <laughs> exactly! Legit! They literally took chairs, everything they could their hands on. They filled that truck up. This guy's legit just selling turnbuckles. <laughs> We don't play around. Lightly used. But I've had promoters say, oh yeah, I'll PayPal you. And I said, pull it out right now. Yeah. I'm not leaving. Yeah. One promotion in particular, I did do that for, so it took me three weeks. God no, wait, damn. four weeks. I literally messaged him every single day. I literally had to threaten, like, I'll tweet about it right now. And then guess what? He paid me. The idea, and I think, like, once again, that's great that the internet's kind of coming on your side. I don't know what I would have done before the internet. I guess I would have just had to fight. You had to fight? Or steal? I would have fought, too. You ain't, I'm not going anywhere without getting paid. You got me fucked up. Well, that's one of the things that I think... Well, one of many things I find refreshing about you is that you don't have this idea of like, well, I'm only here for the exposure. No. It's like, no, I'm here to get paid, too. If I was there... I was there for the exposure of my first three years of my career. I'm not there for exposure anymore. Well, that's... Okay, so that actually leads into my next topic because that's one of the things that um, a lot of our fans come to me with on email and shit like that. It's just like, hey man, I can't get this uh, this one worker to even contact you. I'd like I'd like for her to make a good payday, uh, but you know she's been told that she can't do this, she can't do that. Um, and a lot of the, it seems like it's a very male or, um, dominated um, genre at this point. There's a lot of it, it's it's women being told what they can or cannot do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And one of the carrots on the string is exposure. Mm -hmm. So that that's changing, once again, with the advent of, like, internet coming in and people being able to, like, tweet and, like, you know, especially, like, live stream and go, like, hey, this is happening right now. Yeah. Um, it's changing, and I think it's changing for the better. For the longest time, the big thing that I'd hear is, like, well, I can't work for you because um, if, I, if I do, then I'm going to get cut off from all this exposure. Yeah, this place won't book me anymore and this place won't book me because I did customs. But under the guise of the word exposure, mm -hmm. which is which is basically means like I'm not going to really pay you, but I'm going to put you in front of a crowd so you're going to get new fans. You're going to get like this. Which is fucking dumb because you're going to make money off me. Yeah. I know you're making money off me. That's why you're bringing me in. Yeah. You wouldn't bring me in if, I, if you weren't going to make anything off of me. So let's go to the next topic. This is going to be the toughest one. But the promoters out there that are basically, or not promoters, but just, I mean, whoever's running the shows, telling people they can't do the kind of customs that you do. Uh, not necessarily my stuff, but like, you know, just, just doing customs in general, whether they be in a ring or, or not. Yeah. Um, I've honestly never had anyone tell me, like, I can't do something. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had promotions try to say, like, oh, you can, if you work for them, you can't work for us. Or if you work for us, you can't work for them. And I said, Bye. Are you paying? Do you, am I? Do I have a contract? Yeah. Are you paying my bills? Yeah. You can suck my ass. I don't think so. Here's my contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> suck my ass clause. <laughs> exactly. I've I've honestly never had anyone like tell me I can't like. Even when I first started, like I think I told my trainer I was going to do customs, and he was kind of like wary, like, oh, make sure it's like. You know, the good ones, not like the weird ones, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, what are the weird ones? The weird ones. I, they would call these ones the weird ones. Like, don't do Mac Customs. Don't oh. to have it in a ring and it has to be this and you're only going to do, like, professional wrestling things. Oh. But it's very I just honest, never cared, I, I guess. I just, like, I'm going to do whatever I do and if you want to book me, you're going to book me. And if you don't, then that's just too bad, I guess. It's such a... So that's a very interesting... Uh, 
That's an interesting thing to tell somebody. It's like you can do this, but it has to be in a ring. Why does the ring make a difference? So let's talk about that because that's something I brought up with like Jordan and uh, and a few other people. Um, and whenever we had like workers come through, we'd, we'd talk about it. So like by the fire or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. hey, have a drink. Let's talk about this shit. But yeah, it's very interesting because like um, I've had a couple of, of pros come through and they're just like, oh, I'll work with you as long as it's in a ring. I and I'm like – and so we get into this debate. I'm like, well, what's the thing about the ring? Because like, I, I get it. Like, it, it's it's the image. It's the thing that that makes it what you remember when you were a kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but there's stuff that's gone on in rings that that are pretty brutal, man. Like, Lita and Edge had sex in a ring. <laughs> they had sex in a ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I didn't even tell you to say that, but that's something I've said a thousand times. Why does that make so what? Like, if they had had sex on mats instead, would that have made it any worse? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't see that. If I mean, We were talking about the lingerie matches and, like, the pillow exactly. matches. Exactly. They're this... doing all this stuff. So the second I do that outside of a ring, now it's too much. Mm -hmm. Now it's risque. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's the same shit. I'm wearing just as much clothes. Probably, honestly, I'm wearing one pieces here. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing more than I do out in the ring. Yeah. Like, I don't... So just because it's on mats, it's different. No. And we've done – and like there's stuff that we've shot uh, with you and with other people where I've literally been like, man, we have more high spots in this 10-minute, 15-minute custom than I've seen in actual pro matches. Yeah. And they're fun to do and they're controlled and they're safe. And then like exactly. you, don't, you don't feel like you're like being put in a situation with somebody that's going to get you hurt. Yeah. Um, but – at the same time, there is that weird stigma. Like there is, I've had so many, the stuff that I do, like, I mean, you've been here, you've done our stuff. We, we have fun. We take our time. We make sure that, that everything's done well, that the reactions are perfect. The lighting yeah. is good. But man, I've had guys come out of the woodwork and it's just like, it's not legit. It's not just, it's not in a ring. And I'm like, well, why is that? let's go back to that other company you worked for. You know, it is in a ring. Yeah. But it's shit. It's shit. And they're not even doing half the stuff we are. Or doing it well. Yeah, doing it terribly. Yeah. So when you have the, the purists that come out and they're just like, well, it's not in a ring. It's not legit. Like, that blows my fucking mind. That doesn't make any sense. Because we have girls that have done some shit. I get if you like the aesthetic of the ring and yeah. that's what you want. That's fine. But you can't say it's not legit. No. Just because it's not in a ring. Yeah. If someone pulls off a badass fucking spot on mats, it's just as good as if they hit in a ring. Yeah. Same thing as someone fucked up in a ring; it would look shitty on mats. Exactly. So it's it's I don't know. Maybe I think I think we are evolving. I think the business is evolving, and I think you know the fact that that people like you are coming through and going like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Cause Truly, it's, a lot it's honestly not like as stigmatized these days That's anymore, good. which I'm very thankful for. Which I mean, I don't even think I would have cared even if it was stigmatized because. I'm paying my bills. Y'all yeah. can go be mad, but I'm going to go pay my bills. Yeah. I'm going to go get some new year. And there is the, there's that idea of like uh, the guy going like, well, you can't do this, but guess what? I'm not, also not offering you an exclusive contract. Exactly. If you're not paying my bills, you are not telling me what to do. One of the things that we deal with a lot in this business, and not just myself, but like anybody who does wrestling, customs, fetish customs, whatever, it's, it's the idea of the quote boyfriend, end quote. And I think that kind of extends to a lot of people in the business that, that are running shit, especially with ring customs. Not, not ring customs, but federations. But the, when I say, quote, boyfriend, end quote, it's the idea of someone coming in who's a guy telling you what you can or cannot do, mm -hmm. even though they have no vested interest in your life. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like, oh, I, I'm not comfortable with this. Well, like, motherfucker, I was doing this before you Did showed Did I ask up. Yeah. if you were comfortable? No. Did I care? No. Yeah. Does and that affect me? No. And if you started with somebody, like if you, if you started with the, with, with the Fed and they told you, hey man, like we'd rather you not do this and you were dedicated to those guys. Then I get it. They trained you. They, they trained you. you. They up. brought you, you can up. respect that. But if someone who just comes in on the blue and goes like, I'd rather you not do this. You can fuck off. I'd rather <laughs> you not talk to me. Thanks. I like you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there you go. So the fact that uh, my notes here ring, the ring being what makes matches legit. Dumb. It's amazing. It doesn't. Because I'm so proud of, I mean, I've shot, we've shot stuff in rings that, that look great, they're fantastic, but I mean, we've shot matte stuff that I'm so happy with. Because I think we, there's more controlled lighting down there. You can really like, you know, when you shoot in a ring, there's a lot of like X factors. It's like the sound of like, the bumps and like if you have exactly. a fan you can't blowing. do a bump and then like start somewhere else because yeah. that sound of the bump was just there. Yeah. And I've learned how to sound edit, so I can do that. Oh, and we've shot stuff in fucking rings that look great. But getting a ring isn't easy. So oh, no, not at all. Exactly. Especially if it's for customs. Especially like, if it's for customs. You can't use my ring. But yeah, it's pretty uh, I don't know. It, it's something that I think we, we always talk about when we work with people who do ring stuff. It's just like, you know, what's the difference? What what makes pro wrestling legit? Is it the moves? Is it is it the uh is it the workers? Is it is it the performance? I just or, don't even get like like the aspect of like, oh, this custom isn't legit. It's customs. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a live pro wrestling show. Like this is customs and any customs, whether in a ring or in a mat, is gonna be like, the mat is just going to be as legit as in the ring, you know? Like, mm. you wouldn't have a mat. I mean, even then. Like, what, sumo wrestling isn't legit? They do it on mats? <laughs> yeah, they do. So I just don't, I don't understand that at all. Because I don't see them, like, connected, you know? Like, it doesn't make the moves and the story is what we're doing here. Yeah. And bringing that stuff to life is, is what makes you a good worker. I yeah. mean, shit, the stuff that people have written for certain federations is just so over the top ridiculous. Yeah. But because it's in a ring, it's legit. And it makes, I mean, and I love all that shit. I love the crazy over the top, the, the, over the top stuff. Yeah, like, but I'm not like, oh, they're doing it in a ring, so that's what's real. That's yeah. not what's getting you. Shit. I love, like, they're in a who's ring. the guy, I, fuck, I don't know his name. Who's the guy who does the penis thing? Is that Joey Ryan? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My boo just had a match with him the other weekend. Yeah. He's one of those guys that I think is fantastic because he takes this, this he takes these little, like, gimmicks and scenarios into a ring that are so over the top. So over the top. But they exactly. would be just as home, like, just as, just as at home, like, on our mats. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's silly shit. And I'm mm -hmm. sure there's guys out there who probably feel it that, you know, it's, it's too Oh, there's so many people who hate so, Joey Ryan. Yeah. But fuck those guys. Are they make, <laughs> are they buying houses in fucking California? No. Yeah. Is Joey Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Turns out that wrestling is scripted. Wrestling but, is silly. Who would have fucking thought? Yeah. That's the whole point. But it, you know, it's real to some people. Damn it. It's about entertainment. That's all. That's literally all it comes down to. Are you entertained? Yeah. That's it. Gladiator, man. That's how it goes. Are you entertained? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got another question that was inspired by a couple of fans. Um, so wrestling, obviously, this podcast is called Wrestling with Fetish. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a reason behind that because a lot of people have fetishized wrestling. It's mm -hmm. become a sexual thing for some people, uh, whether it's the action I itself. It's always been a sexual thing that hasn't become. Oh, I know. Always has been. But a lot of people don't, a lot of special workers don't understand that. Like I've, 
I feel like a, a lot of them feel there's there's like certain things that aren't talked about and one of the things that we delve into here is of course wrestling as a fetish and for a lot of guys there's a lot of things about wrestling that like fucking it's a turn on I was literally this is what I was talking about with my friend that drove me to the airport today was like a lot of the reaction is oh my gosh do you know what they're doing with those videos that you're making <laughs> do you know what they're doing with the match you put on YouTube yesterday the same fucking thing yep. but I'm getting paid for it yeah it's literally, this is the exact conversation we had. It's, no matter what you do, whether it's in a ring, at an actual show, it's going to be fetishized. So why would I not come here and make money? Yeah. And make it exactly to what they want? And the reason we exist is because kids back in, you know, the 80s and 90s, fuck, even back in the 60s and 70s, they went to a live show. Yeah. And they just saw pretty girls and... Um, Spandex, exactly. you know, doing a match, or whether it's like, uh, you know, back in the Wendy Rector days, you know, women in one piece suits. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why people ask you to wear one piece suits. Yeah, it's because classic. it harkens back to that classic look that they mm -hmm. grew up watching, and it just was a thing that clicked with them. Yeah, and so, but that's a really good, that's a great point. That's a great way to phrase it. It's just like, yeah, what do you think they're doing with, what do you think they're doing with anything? With you that know? Instagram you put up yesterday, guess yeah. what? They're doing the same thing. But you're not getting paid for it, are you? No. You're doing it for free. No, you're wearing you're wearing fucking tight, hot pants and a sports. Literally, bra. I had someone like ask me like, I want, oh, I want to start this website of just girls taking selfie in leggings. Mm -hmm. I do that. Everyone does that on Instagram for free. <laughs> and you're gonna tell me I can just get paid for it? Guess what? I'd be some bitches out there would be like, oh my god, you're posting on that website. I literally took the same photo you did yesterday, bitch, but now I just made money off of it. Yeah. So why are you mad? It's really, it's so bizarre. It's, once again, it's the boyfriend thing. Everyone wants to exploit women and sexualize them until they make a profit. Yeah. Now they're mad. Well, then they, they take control and now they're in a position of power. Exactly. Once they lose control and we take the power and mm -hmm. I take the power and I make money off this and do it under my terms, yep. now it's bad. Now they're mad. Yeah. If they if they feel like they can underpay you or not pay you at all, exactly, it's maybe a bigger thing for them. But it's like once again, the boyfriend thing enters enters the mind. Like we always have a conversation with a lot of the girls that that come through, and we're just like, yeah, it's this idea of like, well, do you know what's being done? Uh, do you know what these guys are doing when they see these videos? And you brought that into the you know the idea of like, oh well, they're also doing this with mainstream. Exactly. Do you look at the comments on women's matches on YouTube? It's oh, the yeah. same kind of comments that would be under a customs. That's Pornhub. Exactly. Yeah. It literally, literally, I've seen wrestling spots uploaded on Pornhub. An actual wrestling match Shit. in front of a live crowd uploaded on Pornhub. So what? There is no difference. It's the same fucking thing. And on top of that, like I think, uh, well, there was a girl who came through and worked with us, um, and she just was just like, yeah, the thing that I said to my boyfriend was just like, you know what, you take me to fucking, you take me to the mall. I walk around tied ass fucking jeans. And there's not a guy out there who's like filing me away for later use. Who's gonna look at you and be like, okay. But guess what? Uh -huh. I didn't get paid for that shit. Exactly. Well, I went to the pool yesterday with you, mm -hmm. and uh, guess what? Lots of that shit going on. But now you're saying that I can't go on camera. And do a wrestling mm -hmm. match. I could never date a man's who wasn't. My man is so supportive. Like literally. Mm -hmm. Start with that line. I'm gonna use the wrestling one more time. So my <coughs> man is so supportive. My man's is so supportive. Like a lot of the time, a big part of my income is just doing like photo shoots. Like people will just 
messaged me and asked me for like photo shoots and like specific outfits, specific whatever. Sure. And so you're doing custom photos. I need exactly. Yeah. I need a photographer. And that's what he is. He does that photo he does the photos for me. He's my Instagram cameraman so I can get all these thirst traps, you know. Like he knows <laughs> what it's about and he's there to do it. And he's never once like looked at me sideways for saying some weird shit or like, oh, so-and-so wants me to do this or so-and-so wants me to do that. He's never, he said, yes, bitch, are you getting paid? Okay, let's go. When and where? You gotta hustle, man. Exactly. I mean, I'm not, He's yeah. never been insecure or never been like, oh, you're gonna do that for this guy or that? Blah, 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 blah. No, he don't care. He's so like, he, it's he a underst job. He understands basic psychology. He's just like. Exactly. It's work. Yeah. It's a job. Yeah. And you're, I mean, everyone, anyone who looks fucking good is going to get, I mean, there's going to be sexualization uh, from fans. Yeah, and why would I say no? no. If you're going to do the same, if you're going to look through my Instagram and get the same shit you would through a custom photo, but I'm going to get paid through that custom mm -hmm. photo shoot, yeah, I'm going to do that. Why wouldn't I do that? And your man's a good looking man. He's out in the fucking ring mm -hmm. wearing fucking trunks. He out there showing off his booty showing cheeks. Showing off pretty much, I, I would say a good, what, 40% more than women do? Yeah, or for sure. Or are allowed to. Exactly. So what the fuck? Yeah, he gets it. And he's never, like, told me I can't do something or never, like, made me feel bad or weird about doing something. He's never, ever been one to do that. Does, so, I mean, the second part of the question... Um, you just answered it. It's like the idea of being sexualized. I mean, I think it's part of the selling point. Yeah. I mean, it did take, when I first started, I was one of those, like, I want to be a serious wrestler and I don't want to be cute and I don't, I'm not going to be sexy. So you're going to come out in a tracksuit. Exactly. Like I'm going to, nothing's going to be out and blah, blah, blah. And I said, what the fuck am I doing? Why? <laughs> like that was dumb. Yeah. I completely, and that only lasted for like a year. And then I said, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm going to switch this shit up right now. But, I mean, you can still be... A, a, a... I can still be taken seriously if my ass is out. Yeah. My forearm is just as real with my ass out as it is in leggings, you know? And once again, I go back to, um, to male wrestling and the gear they've worn since day one. Exactly. They're wrestling in Speedos. Yeah. If they're going to do... I mean, if it, was, if it was like completely just legit, it would just be guys... In, they would be wearing wrestling singlets. Yeah, wrestling singlets. Or just with like the shorts and the straps. Or tights and t shirts. Exactly. If it was just about the action. If it was just about the action. But you know what? We Make wouldn't be going to the gym six days a week. We wouldn't care about our abs. We wouldn't put on makeup. When women see The Rock in the ring, I'd say. You 60 think they're just watching? I think 60%, maybe 40% of their thought process is going to. I wonder how his technique is going to be tonight. Forty percent, you think? I don't know, but maybe twenty-five percent. Forty? That's my mama was not watching to watch a rock bottom. That's oh, she not wasn't what just she like was waiting for. She was like, "Oh yeah, that, that leg drop is shit." <laughs> <laughs> that is not what my mom tuned in for. That's what I'm saying. I mean, this is what they're selling, and I think that's the biggest part of it is they're selling something, but they're afraid to say that they're selling it. Exactly. They don't want to own it and like admit it because. What's well, like a pot dealer, or not like a coke dealer coming up to you and be like, I'm selling addiction to you. It's like, exactly. no, I'm selling you uh, this I'm nice you white coke. This, I'm powder. selling you a great time. Isn't it pretty? Exactly. Yeah. And so when you get people who, who demonize what we do, 
uh, it blows me away. And like I said, I I don't have a chip on my shoulder about it. I mean, maybe a little bit, but there's I do I I look at it more like from a scientific perspective. I go like, really? Like you think this is bad, but this is okay. But this is okay. Why? And let's Tell be fair. Me why? There hasn't been a an edge uh, and lead a moment for a while. Like, yeah, that's that was a long time we ago. We changed. The attitude era is gone. And that's great. But, because, um, you know, they were doing that shit in front of kids. Yeah. You know. Jesus, yeah, for real. Yeah, but it, it was done in a ring. Yeah, in a ring, so it's fine. Like, I would rather see a badass spot that you do with one of our girls on mats than, like, a shitty, you know, fucking missed-ass, flubbed piece of shit move. Yeah, same. Exactly. In a ring. And I feel like once people, once that clicks in people's heads... It'll be a better world. Also, on top of that, people uh, refusing or, or promoters letting go of that idea that I can, I can tell my, my ladies what they can and cannot yeah, do. Yeah, you don't get to tell me. Unless you have me signed to a contract or anyone signed to a contract, you don't get to tell them what to do. Yeah. Because they're... And you better pay them good fucking money. You don't money. have anything invested in them, so why the fuck are they going to have anything invested in you? Yeah. You better pay them good fucking money. Yeah. It's you that, better pay my rent this month if you want to tell me not to come do customs. Mm-hmm. The the best one I ever heard, once again, the boyfriend theory, was the whole like, hey, I don't want you to do this anymore. And the girl would just go like, really? All right. So you're paying my rent. You're paying yeah. my electricity. So this is how much I would have made if I went. Yep. So you got that, right? You're going to cover that, right? That's yeah. on you? Okay, great. Then I won't go. All right. We're going to fist bump now. Good. <laughs> because I feel like we're on the same page. So we're going to move forward. Um, I'm going to give you the last official question from me, and then we're going to move on to some fan questions, and then okay. we can wrap it up. All right. Where do you see yourself? Because, I mean, you're still... Like you said, you don't feel like you're a vet. You no. feel like you're still on the up. I'm still learning. So where do you want to be in a couple of years? I want to be fucking signed somewhere. <laughs> I want to, Not even like a full-time contract. I literally, like I would love a little ROH or impact. I just want to get that TV experience, yeah. you know? I want to get that name, get that experience, and then <clears throat> if I'm on the indies forever, cool. But I just want that little bit of time, that little bit of experience of like how that life is. Because maybe that's not even what I want. Maybe I get there and I'm like, oof, I want to go back to the Indies. This, this shit sucks. I don't want to be here, you know? Yeah. But I want to be able to like know. So I, and I see it. Like there's no way with the work I'm putting in and, you know, everything I'm doing with how much effort I'm putting into this, there's no other outcome. There just what? isn't. But you're doing it for the right reasons, yeah. and it seems like... The I'm having a good time. I love wrestling. I want to wrestle every single weekend. Like, I'm not doing this to get rich. I don't give a fuck if I have a mansion or not. I don't even want a mansion. That's too much cleaning. I don't want to pay a maid. I want to live in my studio apartment, but I, want to, I just want my bills paid, and I just want to wrestle. Mm -hmm. That's all I fucking care about. That's amazing. That's, I mean, and... So, yeah, it, it does give you that question of... Uh, that's a really good point, because, like... Why do you do this? Like, why? What? What is? The, what is the end game for you? Like, is it because like for a lot of people, it's like, well, I want to be famous. I want to be rich. I want to be like the oh, Rock. I just want to be wrestling every yeah. weekend. I want to have at least two shows every weekend for the next twenty years until I can't bump anymore. <laughs> so, what's the best part of a match for you? Uh, the crowd. They're just. Uh, it's, that, it's, it's the energy. It is. Yeah. It's literally like a high. Like, there's nothing that can match. Like. Pulling off some cool ass shit in front of a hot crowd. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just nothing like it. I feel like that's why the Rolling Stones still fucking play. Yeah, because there's nothing like... Like, that's what's 
honestly bad about wrestling is the highs are so fucking high you chase it makes the lows so fucking low (laughs) like once you have like three sick ass shows friday saturday sunday you just killed it all the crowds were so hot and then on monday you're at home Mm -hmm. fuck that sucks (laughs) yes what you you, yeah you're waiting to chase that high yeah you gotta come back oh i gotta get back out there i gotta Mm -hmm. get in front of a crowd again and that's what i did i figured out a way to fucking Get that shit every day. Because <laughs> I love, I mean, that's one of the things that I loved working with you. Uh, I loved about working with you is like you were nailing these these things that like very slight psychological things that I was like, let me feed this out to you. Can you give it back? And you were, because one of the things that people don't realize, like you have to be a good fucking actress. Yeah, you this. have to play the stories. And you have to really you believe. You have a character. Dude. And like you, like I've worked with, I'd say over 200 maybe models so far like in the world um worldwide like maybe 200 300 and you start to notice like who has and who doesn't and who you can like get it out of a little bit more but you just had it like when you came (laughs) in i was just like all right well you're you're fucking you've worked rings and i'm gonna ask you to do this crazy shit that is not even related to doing a fucking live match exactly this is acting and like i've always been like natural into that yeah like were you like a natural born performer when you were a kid absolutely i always was doing some stupid shit anything to get attention (laughs) i'm doing it (laughs) extroverted yep Yep. for sure but there was a moment i think you were doing a match with sumiko and it was like i think she had like a taser and she was coming at you with this taser and i said something i i gotta i gotta go back at the footage but i was like you see the taser Oh, when I paused, I looked at the taser and I looked at her. Yeah. And I looked back at the taser. <laughs> and I was like, you real but I, I gave you this thing where I was like, you realizing this is the only way that you can win and you this is your last, you know, this is your last chance. And the look on your face, it was like the first take too. You fucking nailed it. I was like, holy fuck, I, I'm believing this shit right now. I kinda felt bad for you. <laughs> like if you're filming it and you feel bad for somebody, that's when you know someone's fucking Hell yeah. Giving you some shit. So I'm really looking to, uh, forward to seeing what we do this weekend. There's some really complex scripts, but they're like, they're going to be fun. They're going to be really a lot of fun. Uh, but okay, so I'm going to go back to fan questions. Um, See what you guys got. Right, I picked a few of the best ones. We had uh, something like 50. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Some of them were just kind of like simple uh, stuff that I already asked. Yeah. Uh, and some of them were fucking fantastic. So here are the best ones. Uh, I'll try to get to all of them. If I didn't get to your questions, guys, I'm sorry. We might do a secondary um, or like a part two to this. We could yeah, do, you know, maybe. a revisit. But all right. Okay. So um, I love the way you sell huge moves and knockouts. I feel like overselling or selling in general is becoming a lost art. That's a good point. I love selling. Is there a specific psychology you get into when you do that? Who taught you how to sell so perfectly? Um, that was from Greg, by the way. I think, I mean, my trainer did definitely put a lot of emphasis on selling because it's just like, you know, like I just think of it real. Like, have you been punched in the face? Like, do you know how you react when you're punched in the face? That shit hurts. And I want to show, because a lot of people like, there's a lot of no selling I've seen. Yeah, because it's like I don't think they they don't like watch themselves. Where it's like, oh, they think like, ooh, that two seconds of selling like that. People can't register that. You need like five seconds of that for them to understand. Like, oh, that hurt. Yeah, there's someone in the back of the fucking arena who's exactly. watching. Exactly. Yeah. Where so I think it was just I want to portray how much it hurts because it fucking hurts. Mm. So I want you to know <laughs> this fucking hurts. <laughs> I call it like the the Harrison Ford. Is the way that I sell punches. 
So like if you were watching Deanna Jones, when he takes a punch, he looks like he fucking took a punch. Yeah. Like in most movies, and I think in most films today, when like a, the good guy takes a punch, that's how people are selling now. Yeah. It's like, bam, and they just kind of snap their but heads But they won't back. sell like the bad guy. No one wants to sell like the bad guy getting their ass kicked. Yeah. But when you watch Indiana Jones or even when you watch like Nathan Fillion and like Firefly or, or Serenity, uh, he actually said that he loved Indiana Jones's like that's that's how he's he based his selling. But you get punched in the face. You can't see straight for like Yeah, four that shit hurts. <laughs> and so when he, this guy, if you watch, if you go back and watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he gets punched by a Nazi, he's like, fuck it. He's, he's like, all Jesus. over the place. And like he looks like a victim. Yeah. He doesn't look like the hero. But no one wants to look No one weak. wants to look silly. Yeah, no one wants they always want to look like this big bad tough guy. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the problems. When I watch Pro Now and I see people just no selling to each other, it just becomes boring. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm not invested. If you just took six kicks and you're fine, I'm not invested. I don't care. Yeah, you're just powering back up, you know. Yeah. Like I mean it's not like like back the last good seller I saw in pro and I had stopped watching him. I was like Carlito, someone like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that guy took a bump and he sold it for like like yeah, ten he took seconds. A bump. Holy shit. Yeah. Even if he just took a fucking forearm, you're exactly. like, he just got hit by 16 pounds of weight. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently that was a huge deal. People were just like, she can fucking sell. I just love selling. I think it's fun. I like to see how exaggerated I can get. <laughs> and a lot how of our, silly can we dude, be? Dude, a lot of our fans love the exaggerated shit. Exactly. And I know that's, that's what they're paying for, so I want to do... The best I can for that. I want to exaggerate as much as I can for Shit, you. Shit, we gave you Alka-Sells for last time. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This Should I name the name? I don't think you want to be named. Okay. What are your favorite moves to receive and give? Oh, gosh. Um, that's a good question. Receive? I feel like I take... I guess that goes back to selling. Like, what, 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 do, you, what do you like to, to I feel take? like I take kicks really well. Mm-hmm. Especially these days, because I like I don't like pull away or shy away anymore. I just like feed in and like fuck my life up. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm really good. Because a lot of people will like if they're gonna take a super kick, they're just gonna put their hand out like right. six inches and right. just like take that. But and I've like, seen no, people some, better... some people take it here, like in the chest. Yeah, like... I'm like you better get in my face. Let's go. So you just turn so... last second, just take it on the cheek. Yeah, just take it. You know, on the cheek, on the Son side of, of your jaw. Just as long as you. No, like as soon as they touch you and you go back, then it's fine. But honestly, yeah, I didn't, probably don't even do that anymore. I'm just like, just kick me. Let's see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, I think I like That's some like good Japanese kicks right there. Anything where they're picking me up and like just throwing me into something and doing something that I'm not controlling and they're just going to yeet me. I think and that's you just fun. have to like improvise. Just have to see what happens. Yeah. That's always fun. But be careful. <laughs> no, in a safe way. Like, I know how to control my body, so I know I'm going to land in a safe way. I just don't know that how. That was my first ever dad moment. I'm just like, just be, just be careful out there. I think my favorite moves to give are Germans. Those are always so fun. Mm-hmm. They always just get such a good reaction. And anything Lucha. Like, I love an Alita or a Step of Rana. Like... Anything that's real fancy. Mm-hmm. I just love doing fancy shit. Yeah. And whenever we can pull that off, I love to do it as well. But uh, yeah, those are good. Okay, so. Okay. Da, 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 da. He put his email down, so I don't know if I'm going to give his email <laughs> out. Okay, are you a fan uh, of playing face or being the heel? What about being a jobber, like getting squashed? Is that an insult for someone to ask you to do live, or is it just fun? Oh, to do live? Yeah. Um... 
I guess it depends on the platform. Like, if there's a story behind why I'm being squashed, absolutely squash sure. me. If there's a long-term payout, but if it's just like a one-off, like, you ain't shit squashed, then my feelings are hurt. It's yeah. like, whatever. But, like, in customs, I love getting squashed because I'm just selling the whole time. And I love selling. I love just, being squashed. Yeah, and you're not picking anybody up and putting them back down again. Yeah, I just like... And I like to just react to what other people are doing. So, like, I think the reaction part is more fun for me than the doing part. I like to react to what other people are doing. I agree. Um, and just, like, playing off that is really fun. Um, but, yeah, if it's just, like, a one-off, like, oh, we're just bringing you in to get squashed for no fucking reason, then I'm like, mm. How much am I getting paid? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's kind of annoying. That kind of makes me look bad, and I don't want to do that. But if we're if there's a long-term payoff... And so I'm as long as you're not squash. filming it, we're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what about playing uh, either face or, or doing the heel? Oh, my gosh. So I'm usually a face, and you're I love definitely, being a face because... I can we, see it. Because, yeah. you know, we well, love your the cheers. We love it. Mm -hmm. But when NWL was a thing, I was a big, bad heel, and that was fun. Being a heel is a lot of fun because, honestly, I can just, like be me but like a little extra <laughs> just be the asshole i truly am but just like you know extra and not caring about people's feelings so it's it's just fun to like how sassy can you be mm -hmm. do you I guys like do, you, do you actually i need to ask this question because like when you're talking shit in ring do you actually have to go back there and be like okay i'm gonna say this so i have actually there i was just talking about this weird with someone last week that um, like me and Thunder Rosa, we have this huge beef going right now. We've been having this beef. And she's going to be here in December. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but like, she'll go in on me. That bitch does not care. Oh, sure. She'll say anything and everything and I like it. Like, it's wrestling. Like, I know you don't actually like hate me as a person. You're not saying this maliciously. What is she saying? What kind of stuff is she saying? Oh man, I can't even like think, but <laughs> like... Just, like, the way she responds to my promos. She's is she just, targeting like, your shit? Like, is she tar targeting yeah. you, like, emotionally? She's, like, or? targeting me, like, your promo is shit, and you can't talk, and you can't do this. Like, what? You can't, like, my, I'll talk for five minutes, and this bitch can barely last 30 seconds, and blah, blah, blah. Like, she'll go in on me. And that's what I like. Like, don't ask me. Like, I've had girls... You want to be surprised. Yeah, I want to react to it. Like, I've had girls um, <laughs> say, like, oh, is it okay if I, like, talk about this? And I say, talk about whatever the fuck you want. Like... I don't. I'm, I know you don't actually mean it personally. Yeah. It's for the show, so you can say whatever you want to me. But I've had girls like come to the back and be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It was like okay that I did this or did that?" And I said, <laughs> "Bitch, yes. Did I come back? Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, it's We're good. Yeah. I really like not having boundaries. Like Thunder Rosa is my first, my favorite person to like cut promos on and to hear her promos against me because she's like real. So it's just really. It makes it so much more fun and entertaining, honestly, because now I have real emotion to come back with. Yeah. Because you just pissed me off. You said that one thing that you that I probably didn't want you to say, and now I'm mad, and I'm going to cut a really good promo. She's, she's somebody else who um, I haven't worked with her yet. We're going to work with her in December for the first time. My wife actually worked with her um, for a different company. I have the burps, guys. <laughs> uh, but it's the uh, she worked for a company, and that's one of those things where, like, when I've heard of her for such a long time, and she's like so well known. Mm -hmm. But she was one of those girls who was just like, "I want to do the custom shit." 
Like, I want to come in here and do this shit. Like, she worked with my wife doing bikini wrestling. I was going to say, yeah, she does bikini stuff. And that flipped so many fans out. Like, I started getting emails. Because she's a bad bitch. And she's doing real MMA now. Like, legit MMA fights. Oh, yeah, yeah. My wife... She'll uh, fuck your life up. My wife had a fucking badass match with her. Sumiko had, I think, a match with her. Um, and they were just like, she's amazing. She's yeah. really cool. But like when I mentioned it to her, I was like, yeah, hey, I get a lot of fans who are asking us to, to collaborate. She was like, I'm on it. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and so, but the thing is, she's another one of those, she has the same trailblazing mentality that you do, where it's just like, yeah, I'm still going to do this, but I'm also going to do this. Yeah. Why do they have to be? Yeah. Why is it one or the other? Yeah. And I, if you're listening, girl, like I'm looking forward to really working with you and I'm looking forward. And she's already telling me, she's like, oh, I'm going to come back and work with you some more. I'm like, you haven't even met me. And she's like, oh, no, I've heard. She said, I already know. <laughs> like, I'm going to do this shit. Um, uh, but okay, so uh, you enjoy both being being face and being heel. Yeah, I think yeah. I enjoy face more just because you'll make more money as a face. They'll sell more merch as a oh, face. Oh, that's true. But I definitely do have so much fun being a heel, too. See, I'm the kid who would buy all the merch from the heel. Like, I feel like these days there's more, I guess they call them, like, smart marks that yeah. they'll, like, buy the heel stuff. But I still sell more, money, sell more shit as a face than I do as a heel. God, I was such an Undertaker fan. Uh, all right. All right. So, um, another question. Uh, this one's from, yep, once again. Nope. No names. <laughs> a lot of these no names. You guys. Just give Don't me a be shy. It's okay. Just say Bob. Yeah. Uh, dear Lainey, I uh, just want to know who is your dream opponent and what kind of match would it be? Would you lose or win? Ooh. Dream opponent. Let's get... Like, can we... Are we can we fantasy? do like living or dead? Yeah. I'm like, are we fantasy booking? Like where I'm working Eddie Guerrero? Sure. Or... Because that is like... That would be the shit. Either oh, yeah. if I'm working Sky Day or Eddie Guerrero. Because mm-hmm. Sky Day is where I get a lot of my stuff from. Because Jeff, GPA, he trained with him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so all my little fancy little shit, it's all Sky Day. That's where I get everything from. So that'd be really crazy to have a match with him. And Eddie. Or Eddie. Um, those are like dream, not going to happen ever matches. Obviously, but yeah. But I would say... I was such a big fucking Eddie guy. I fucking love Eddie Guerrero. Oh my god. Like you, you speak here. Everyone speaks in hushed tones. I know. I don't know. You just like come over and all. Like he was just. Well, I'm also like Latino, so it's like one of those things. You see yourself up on that screen. Like holy shit! Like fuck, this guy's such a fucking badass. Yeah, he's like me. Jesus Christ! He's one of me. What about living? Living, um, I'm trying to think. I don't like have a lot of dream matches because when you set someone up like that, that's true. It never. Is what you expect, so I try not to like put people on a pedestal. Yeah, try not to meet your idols. Human. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, I would love. Like, you did wrestle Barbie. Exactly. Yeah. I think. And luckily, she ended up being cool. Like Tessa and Taya Valkyrie mm-hmm. are at the top of the list. I have I've had two matches with Tessa, but one was a triple threat and one was a four way. But I would murder someone <laughs> in cold blood for a singles match with Tessa. Um, she's pretty badass. Oh my god, and she's she's just so good, and mm. she's just. <sighs> she's yeah. one of those. She's one of those workers that actually made me think about. Like, I talked to Jordan when it's she started. Her selling too. Her selling's fucking her insane. Selling, she's one of those. Yeah, she's one of the few people that actually went on YouTube. And I'm like, I'm gonna check out some of the matches, mm-hmm. and because when someone you need to check out her fucking self. 
and uh, she did a match. It was a mixed match. It was something crazy. She did this work. Oh, fuck. And she was killing it. And I was like, she and Jordan were one of the few people, like, when Jordan started doing uh, Impact, she's like, I can't work for you anymore. And I, and I said, I totally oh, understand. Oh, Impact said you can't work? Or I don't know. I don't know who said it to her. I'm not, I don't want to yeah. put the bad information out there. But, yeah. like, at one point she said, hey, I, need, I, I can't shoot you for you for a, for a while. Damn. For a while, you know. And mm -hmm. so I want to do this. And it's worked out for her. That's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, obviously. She's doing but, fine. But she was one of those people, uh, Tessa, and like, you know, uh, a few others where I was just like, you know, I, I need to build a ring because I feel like hmm. that's going to be it. Like, that's yeah. what, because there's a lot of people who are just like, if you have a ring, I'll work it. Yeah, if you had a ring, I'll be there. Exactly. But then I looked at the price of building a ring and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. Are they really expensive? They're expensive, but it's also the idea of like putting one in your house and like having exactly. to maintain like, where are you it. Put it in? Yeah, it's like yeah. the difference between like wanting a dog and then having to take care of a dog. True, exactly. Yeah. And my wife was just like, there's no fucking way you're putting a ring in our backyard. And then like, so I was like, she's like, no, we entertain guests. I'm not going to fucking have you. With the fucking wrestling ring. Yeah, right? Backyard. Like giving people cocktails and having to explain that shit. <laughs> and then uh, and then I was just like, uh, well, what if we rent a warehouse? And then I looked at warehouse prices in Atlanta. I'm like, no. I see. Yeah. yeah. They don't even rent them anymore. It's just like you have to pay for a whole year. It's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Big yikes. Mm. Expensive. But Tess is one of those girls. I was like, I would fucking build a ring to, to have her come down and do a thing. Hell yeah. But, uh, but yeah, she's amazing. Um, okay, so we... Uh, okay, so... This guy goes by Joe Bob. Joe Bob. Joe Bob. All right, my best friend and I are currently in a big debate about mixed wrestling. Ooh. He thinks it's too violent and doesn't Do you watch superhero movies? Shh. Hold on, let's get to the end of the question. I'm sorry, I can't control myself. <laughs> He thinks it's too violent and doesn't feel it's appropriate for a man to deliver painful moves to women. Well, I think it's awesome. Well, well, sorry. Well, I think it's awesome to see girls versus guys, and it provides a fresh form of entertainment. Can you decide this debate for us? Also, I really hope you get to wrestle Tiny, Sleeper Kid, or the Machine. Wink, wink. This weekend, the Machine is. Sorry, guys. It's it's me. And it's Exposed. Me. It's me in a mask. <laughs> uh, he has this. I mean, he's a different guy. He has the same tattoos as I do. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a big. My thing. reaction is, do you enjoy superhero movies? Because if you do, then it's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. If fucking all these Black Panther, if these hoes can go to war <laughs> with these dudes, then why the fuck can't I wrestle a dude? Yeah, I like, agree. It if you enjoy superhero movies and you don't like intergender wrestling you're lying to yourself do you what about i think the the big debate there isn't so much well maybe it is because i know people like kimberly and like you know they started getting really big into the intergender and started catching a lot of flack for it but like is it the idea that you're wrestling a man or is it the idea that you might lose is that it's that we're wrestling a man that we're inferior it's mm -hmm. people us uh, the huge the Biggest comparison is domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And what the fuck? We're victims? I get in that ring as a competitor, bitch. I'm not a fucking vic. I'm not getting in that ring as a victim. I'm getting in that ring as a competitor. I also love, I, I love the irony of it, it, it being like suddenly turned into this like, hey, it's about domestic violence. It's like, wait, wrestling is violence. Exactly. In general. There's a bunch of gay ass couples out there, so man and man could be domestic <laughs> violence, all right? <laughs> So, your point is invalid, is what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> your friend is wrong, and you're right. Thank you, Joe Bob. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, when it comes to the, the um, 
because we do a lot of stuff where man defeats woman. Uh-huh. Not so much because we feel like that's where the natural order is, uh, but because it's a taboo. It's one of those things where like not a lot of people don't choose to have... Um, They're going to put the woman over yeah. just to avoid... To be politically correct. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's not... No, that's So if someone to comes to you uh, at a pro show and says, like, hey, we have this guy that, you know, that you know, you, you, know, you, you trust him, but we're going to do a match and you're going to fucking, you know, you're going to lose. Yeah, great, fine. I've lost to plenty of you guys. So it's the, and, and that's one of the things I think, someone sent me an I'll email. I'll lose to a woman just as quick as I'll lose to a guy. Yeah. What does that matter? Yeah. But the thing is, like, I forgot who was this. Maybe my friend Helena said it to me. She was like, she said something along the lines of, like, so you're saying that I'm not good enough to, to sell to a man. You know, exactly. Yeah, and so there's this weird—I don't know what it is. It, it, there's this backlash to that stuff, and luckily, I mean, we we kind of ignored it because we, when we when we got into the business, like every single mixed match out there was a guy losing to like a ninety-pound girl. When it's like, if you're even a little bit realistic, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but it was—I mean, at the time that I started doing this, it was it was ridiculous. It was like these little little tiny tiny women. Defeating these huge guys um, with like a in neck- ways that wouldn't oh, work. Man. But I look at it as like I'll work a guy like I would a big ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna bump you with a clothesline out of nowhere. No, you know, just like I wouldn't bump a fucking one seventy five pound girl. I wouldn't bump her with a clothesline. Yep. Like it's all about how you go about it. Yeah, if you're being unrealistic and picking this big ass dude up for a suplex and shit yeah it's gonna look dumb and it's not gonna be a good time yeah but if you do it right when it's done right it's great and so that's how we approached it we were just like you know what we're gonna make it so if it doesn't seem realistic that you know she's gonna win let's make it where she loses but she's gonna put in a good fight exactly i'm not just gonna sit there and get pounded or if she does she's gonna sell her ass off and turn it into a really good show yeah for people who want to see X suffer to Y or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, sorry. I, so, so. And I never see it as like, oh, a woman is or a man is beating a woman. I'm seeing a wrestler is beating this wrestler. A competitor yeah. has beat Amen. this competitor. Yeah. And also, I don't see like, oh, I'm losing to a guy. No, it's never ever been in my mind. Or oh yeah, I'm beating a guy. Hell yeah, no, beating a guy is just as cool as beating a woman. Losing to a guy. Feels the same as losing to a woman. Yeah, and these are the same guys that will go to a fucking... The guys who are complaining about this will go see a movie where some guy fucking... Um, Gets his a, ass kicked. No, or some guy puts on a hockey mask and fucking slices 800 women up. And, exactly, and, and, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's okay. I'll go see Sons of the Lambs, but don't let a girl fucking take a drop kick. Exactly. Yeah. How dare you hit a woman? <sighs> Shut the fuck up. It's, I'm not going to use the F word. <laughs> it rhymes with fake. Anyway, so uh, let's move on to the last couple of questions here, and then we can wrap it up. Uh, hi, Lainey. I am Sarah. Using your real name. Hello, Sarah. I hope. A woman. Hello. I hope it's your real name. I am from Mexico, Hello. and I am a big fan. Hola. I am dreaming of one day being pro. Yes. What advice would you have for up-and-coming female wrestlers? Work hard. Work your fucking ass off. Um, yeah, we touched on that a little bit. I if like you this. haven't, if you're not starting training yet, that's fine. Go to the gym. Get in the best physical shape you can possibly be in. Because then by the time you start training, you're going to be good to go. Mm-hmm. If you start training and you've never been to the gym a day in your life, you're really setting yourself you're up for a hard up in time. five minutes. So if you are, I don't know what your situation is. Maybe you're saving up for training. Maybe you're not old enough for training. Although if you're in Mexico, you can start when you're like five. 
so I'm sure that's not the problem. Go to the gym and just put your work in. Like, think of a character. That's the biggest thing. Get your character. The in-ring stuff will come with your matches. No one starts out the gate great. But if you have a character, I would much rather work with a girl who has a great character than a girl that can do all the moves but can't tell a story to save her fucking life. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Work on your character. Go to the gym. Has anybody ever tried to make you change that? Change. Like your, your fucking, your character. Yeah, I have. Um, especially with ROW. It's fine if we talk about that. Um, Booker okay. T doesn't let me do the unicorn head. Oh. He said, with a face like yours, there's no way the first thing they're seeing is a dumbass unicorn head. <laughs> I said, okay, book. I'm not going to argue with you because you a Hall of Famer and I'm just going to say yes, sir. But yeah, I've had a lot of people tell me like, this is stupid and you know, like it's silly and blah, blah, blah. Guess what, bitch? I'm getting booked mm -hmm. because of the unicorn head. I know what I'm doing. I mean, we, we, we had a fan actually buy you a unicorn. For exactly. A, for a match tomorrow. Everyone That's, loves the fucking unicorns. They love that shit. And I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to get over. I can get over without the unicorn head. I'm over as hell at ROW. And mm -hmm. I'm not even the party unicorn. I'm just laying, I'm just two turn laying in luck. There ain't no party unicorn at ROW. But I'm still over. Because I have a character outside in addition to the unicorn. That mm -hmm. just adds to it. Man, but yeah. And I've had actually someone recently tell me that if I wanted to get anywhere and really travel and really make it that I'm gonna have to turn into a heel and stop being such a dumb baby face wow and this guy has never left Texas <laughs> so I said how about you come talk to me when you leave your state all right okay the I had a guy oh man I forgot his name I wish I remembered his name I could put it out there but there was a guy who was like a pro and I used that word loosely but he was a guy, who, he's one of those guys who came at us and he was just like, women who work for you aren't real pros and fucking, and they're, they're you know, doing this stuff. This has no effect on my, in my live performance. It just seems like pro wrestling is such a mansplaining kind of place. It, oh, 100%. Holy shit. It's like, I'm going to tell you what's right and what works. And meanwhile, you're like, uh. But who are you? Where have you gone? Nowhere? Yeah. Exactly. And so far, this mask has worked pretty fucking well. Yep. Ah, it's insane. Okay, we have uh, one last question, and I'll add a couple of extras at the end so we can wrap it up. Uh, oh, no name on this one? You guys are so, so secretive. <laughs> uh, Lainey, uh, love you. What's the, uh, what's the scariest moment you've had in a match versus the one that made you feel the best? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, let me think. Scariest moment in a match. And I guess we're not talking about kayfabe, like... Like, straight up, like, holy no, shit. Where a moment where I said, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I, actually, a girl broke her arm in a match with me. Um, I was, give, it was a tag team match, and we wanted our finish to be a double powerbomb. So I'm giving my opponent, or one of the other tag team a powerbomb, and my tag team partner is giving the other one a powerbomb. Okay. And, um... This girl did not tell me that she's never taken a powerbomb before. Which, first of all, if you she clearly wasn't ever actually trained. The girl that you're giving a powerbomb yeah. to? So the girl okay. I didn't even know until... Nobody told me until after the motherfucking match that this bitch has never actually been trained. She's basically a backyarder from another country. Oh, shit. So I said, wow, great. Thanks, you guys couldn't tell me beforehand. So I go to give this girl a powerbomb, and what does she do instead of taking a bump? 
She puts her arm behind her. Mm. I'm going to give her a nice, safe, normal-ass powerbomb. Tuck your chin. All you have to do is, you literally have to do nothing. And she puts her arm behind her and snaps it. Uh, and I said, holy shit. Like, I just, I just broke someone's arm right now. But it's like, it wasn't even on me. Like, that's not my fucking fault. I did nothing wrong. You're the dumb bitch who put her arm behind her when she's falling. Who does that? Oh You're God. trained how to fall. You know how to fall. That's your whole job is falling. That's all we do is fall. Oh, my God. So that's definitely one. Honestly, actually, the match that I had with the last match I had with Thunder Rosa, um, I gave her, like, she was sitting in a chair on the outside of the ring, and I came in with, like, a flying ass, basically. And I didn't expect us to slide and then bump backwards. I thought we were just going to bump. But we slid and then started bumping. And she hit the back of her head on the corner of a sink. Oh, my God. And I said, oh, my, I just killed her. I just killed Thunder Rosa. Oh, my fucking God. But, I mean, she was fine. And we finished the match and everything was great. But that was real scary. I literally asked her. I said, do, we need to, do I need to roll you in? Do we need to take it home right now? Are you okay? Like, I'll, I'll end it right now. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, those two are definitely the top two. Holy shit. Oh shit moments where I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn. I'm just trying to picture that in my head. It's like, fuck, hit the back of your head in the sink. Yeah, it was very scary. Because oh. I literally I literally put the chair, because the ring post was right here. So I'm like, I'm going to set it right beside it so we don't hit the ring post. Yeah, but you didn't see the But sink. did it fucking matter? No, because the sink was there. Plus, you thought you were going to bump, like, in midair. Yeah, I thought we were just going to go right back. But no, the chair, like, slid, and then we kind of went back. And I was like, fuck. Good said, fucking lord. All right, so uh, <laughs> those scary moments versus uh, the ones that made you feel the best. Or the one that made you feel the best. Hmm. The one one. I mean, you've had a lot of good pops and stuff like that. And, like, some good yeah. crowd moments. And um, I'm trying to think, like, what was, like, a moment that I said... The highest of the highs. I think I have two. I'm just going to have to go recent because, like, going back in my memory. Sure, sure, sure. Like that. I'm sure, like, winning my first title was, like, super lit and shit. Mm -hmm. But that was four years ago at this point. I don't fucking remember. Um, but we'll so say many this year, I have two. I think I have a top two. Um, the first one was when I won the Zello Pro Championship. Um, just because, like, that, like, was, like, everyone says, like, oh, championships, they, like, you know, they mean a lot, they're a big deal, but that one company was, like, <coughs> a big deal for me, because they are, they're the first company I ever worked for in Chicago. They're the first ones that brought me up to the area that I now live in and love in, and I'm very well known for okay. being the Midwest, you know? Like, I'm a Midwest girl now, and people know me as that, and Zello Pro was the first one to bring me up there. Um, and so... It was really sick to win their title, especially at the show I wanted at. It was at these baseball shows that we were doing, okay. and that crowd was one of the most fun crowds ever. They weren't like a regular wrestling crowd. They were just like at a baseball game, and then we had a couple matches after the baseball game. So it's just these people that don't normally go to wrestling shows who have probably, you know, watched wrestling it back just, in the day yeah. with The Rock and The Undertaker and shit, and they're like, oh, wrestling. Bonus. And that crowd was so, so lit for me. Like, every single person in that crowd went crazy when I won that title. And that meant a lot to me. I was like, wow, this is fucking lit. Mm. Like, they really actually, they actually wanted me to win this. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, 
the next most recent um, was at Freelance. Um, I was part of the first ever in their whole history all women's scramble match. Because every single freelance wrestling show starts with a six-man scramble. Mm -hmm. And so we had the first six-woman scramble. There's always been like maybe one or two, three women in the scramble. But there has never, ever, ever been an all-women's scramble. Can you describe to the fans what a scramble is? Um, so it's six people. Mm -hmm. It's a six-person match. Everyone's their own team. They're all trying to win it. Um, so it's just six people in the ring at one time. Trying to win. So it's kind of like a like a battle royale kind of thing? Or, kind of, yeah. yeah. So it can either start like as a tag where like four people are on the outside, two people are on the inside, and we can do like lucha tag rules where you roll out and then two more people come in. Oh, right, right. Okay. Stuff like that. Or you can start where just everyone's in the fucking match all at one time. Mm -hmm. um, so I got to win that. And just the crowd's reaction, just the crowd's reaction to us having the match like, they gave us a She Lance chant out of no, like, we didn't even ask for it. We didn't tell them She Lance, nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, just in the middle of the match, they started chanting She Lance. And that was so sick for us. Like, there's, you know, they understood what was happening and they were there for it. And getting to win that match really meant a lot. I got to, like, win the first ever all women's scramble in freelance history. Like, mm -hmm. that's a huge deal. Is that on YouTube somewhere? Yeah. Oh, it sweet. is. It's sick. I actually uploaded, I put a tweet out today about... That's, just, that's the, the other one. I put a little clip point. about like, oh my gosh, you guys, you're so sweet. Well, I mean, you guys can't see this clip, but I am going <laughs> to show him this clip right now. Oh, we're going to watch I'm it right sorry now. sorry that it's literally like two seconds. I but, feel like I need to do like a plug for like a commercial. <laughs> it's like, ladies and gentlemen. Go um, to Freelance Wrestling, their Facebook page. They put up a little highlight video the other day and it was lit. Um, but just like seeing the crowd in the background, just like kind of losing their shit. Oh, I have my screen. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to, I'm going to dictate it to the fans. It's literally like just a two second clip, but they're just so lit. Look in the background. They're fucking, Aww. they're losing their shit. And it just meant so much to me. That's so great. There's nothing like it. Thank I you, God. Thank you, everyone. If you're ever, if you're at freelance and you're listening to this, you're a freelance crowd member. Thank you so much. You guys are my favorite. It's it's human energy, man. It's fucking crazy. Like I'm not a hippie or anything, but like there is something about that that flow. It's like you're you're up there and people are just feeding you this shit and like it makes you go even harder. Oh, 100 percent. You know? Yeah. It's just it's like I'll like, kill myself for a good crowd. I don't. That's, I would die for it's, you guys. It's like it's it's whenever I get a good review, whenever I get a good uh, like tweets, and I get people who are emailing me going like, "Fuck that last video was so good." Yeah. Or like, "Holy shit, I can't believe you did this." This is why I do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I, I do it for the same reason. I, I thrive off of feedback. Like mm -hmm. my my friends that are in the business, like I always go like, "Hey, what'd you think of this?" And they'll be like, "Let me tell you." And they fucking give me a review, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, "I like to hear this. I want to get that 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 response because mm -hmm. it's it is everything we do in life is just like." Give and take, you know. Exactly. It's like, and while most of that is is so, like it's a societal thing, it's like you know where you're, you're with friends and you want to be liked and blah blah blah, and you want to be good to people, and you want people to be good to you. But when you're in a situation where you're on a stage or in a ring, like it's just instant gratification. It's like mm -hmm. boom. It's like I did this thing and you fucking love it immediately. Yeah, and exactly. I'm feeling that from you. Yeah. Um. So I understand why it's so addictive. 
There's a reason, like I said, once again, the Rolling Stones are still fucking playing. The Who's still playing. Those yeah. guys like to go up on stage. Like, shit. Do if I was a rock star. the cocaine in the world, but there ain't nothing like sure, it, okay? Yeah. I mean, now <laughs> now they're like in their 80s, so they're like, oh, I have a nice chai latte in the morning. Like, and that gives me a bit. I get it. But like, there's a reason why these guys do it till they die. Because there's exactly. nothing. They're like, fuck retiring. Like, you know, do this, do something like that until you die. Something where like you can still put out some amazing creativity and, and mm-hmm. you know, fucking put on a show. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, even if you're not in it, like, like even if I don't appear in my own videos and I can still produce, I can still create, I can exactly. still... Exactly. Like, even if I don't, like, if I never get signed, I never make a career out of this, if I can, like, train mm-hmm. or just, like, be a part of it in some way for, like, forever... Yeah. That's what I want. I well, you're still so young, though. Like I mean, forever. you got a long road ahead of you. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I got decades. Jesus multiple Christ. Decades. And then, like, yeah, many years from now, you'll look back and be like, Sleeper Kids World. I was there once. I was back in the day. And those are the, the salad days. <laughs> that was 2019. Um, but um, I think that was it. That was the last question. Uh, there's not much more to say, really. Like, you are... Um, you're an amazing performer. Uh, physically, you kill it. Like, you know, your 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 like speed, strength, like all that shit. You're just I was you like have. Her eating Doritos. <laughs> Doritos are kind of it's okay. corn. Yeah, it's, it's healthy. It's, yeah, it's not bad. The farmers can make it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of pros that have come through, and we worked with a lot of girls that that do non-pro like. But you just, you came in and the first thing we shot, I was like, yeah, she's got it. And uh, and if you can, I mean, if you can do that, like if you can really take that kind of direction and immediately respond to it, then like, I, I just knew. I was like, fuck. And physically, of course, like I said, you, you knew how to move, you know how to work. And I'm really looking forward to what we do this weekend because it's going to be a lot of I'm fun. I'm ready. I'm excited. And you I'm get also. to work with my wife's company too. Yeah. I'm very excited to experience that. I think you're going to do like uh, really cool shit. And um, fans, if you guys have any um, custom scripts for us, so we can do some plugs. So if you want to have uh, Lainey come back, which I'm sure you do, uh, you can always reach us at IamSleeperKid at Yahoo.com. Uh, you can find our websites at SKWPPV.com. And of course, all the free stuff. So much free stuff at sleeperkidsworld.com. Um, and then Lainey has Twitter. I have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Let's do it. Twitter and Instagram, I believe, are both Lainey Luck underscore. And then Facebook is just Lainey Luck. L-A-Y-N-I-E Luck. And, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, bitch, I also have a Patreon. So what? if you want to see... All this exclusive content, I put up matches there before I put them up anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I put all sorts of photos up there that would not be okay for Instagram. <gasps> Side eyes. What? Yes. Go support me and help me pay my you rent, dude. Dirty. Go to Patreon. Dirty. No. Um, Please find me and support me. Thank you. I love you. What's the Patreon? So it's just Patreon. It's Laney Luck. Just Laney Luck. Patreon.com right. slash Laney Luck, I believe. Well, if you guys want to find exclusive material with Lady Luck, uh, sexy photos, mm-hmm. badass matches before they see the light of day, just go to Patreon slash Lady Luck. Blogs, you can hear all my thoughts, so it's basically like a podcast every mm-hmm. other day. And you have to, yeah. You have you'll to. hear weekend recaps. I do exclusive Q&As, all sorts of exclusive content for you guys there, mm-hmm. yeah. starting at $5 a month. So cheap. 
I would pay for that. You guys check it all out. Um, this has been blast, and uh, we look forward to, I guess, the next one because we finally got this one done. Oh yeah, we got round one done. <laughs> the microphone did not explode. Hopefully. <laughs> all right, all right, girl. Well, say goodbye to the fans. We love you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you uh, on the other side. And uh, once again, check out the uh, the pay per view site. We're gonna do some really cool shit. And Lainey tomorrow gets the face off against our champ. Uh, Sapphire for the very first time. And, oh, um, Let's go. I'm ready. We'll see how that goes. Bye, guys. Adios. Bye-bye.